AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. You said there's light in the sky? The Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is Tuesday night, which is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. 
We do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And this is live. This is always live because without this being live, this is not a conversation. And I hate it not being a conversation. I just hate that. That's why it's always been this way. Even when we streamed a whole year being live and nobody called us. Open lines the whole time. Open Discord the whole time. Hey, come talk to us. And nobody would come talk to us. I think they were a little scared of the current political climate where you just can't talk anymore without crapping on each other, without making straw man arguments and accusations and depersoning people, unhumanizing the humans that really make this world go around. Well, by the way, while we're on the subject for just a moment, if we're talking about what makes the world go around, what's, what is the world without humans? Just a hypothetical, theoretical question here. Surely it's a world, but it would be what? I don't know, maybe uh, less, 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 uh, less fun, less, uh, less energetic, less, uh, less full of, oh, I don't know, uh, interesting people, interesting things. I don't know. Uh, you know, like uh, we've talked a lot about uh, that whole depersoning, and I talked about it tonight, uh, earlier this evening, actually, on the news show in, in terms of just, hey, look, like by naming people a particular group and maligning them, uh, for again, who knows what it is, wherever you draw the lines and you blame those people, whoever those people are, it's a bad thing, in my opinion. It's just a bad thing. Like, like again, it's part of the division tactic. Please don't fall for it. I promise you, we as regular people have more in common, more in common than our differences. We do. Just the machine won't let us talk about them. The censorship algorithms won't let us talk about them. If, if you're on the opposite side of a political spectrum, you have to hate each other, right? You have to hate. Because guess what? That's the currency of today. Hate is the digital currency. Hate is the human currency. And that's what we're doing in this digital world. And we're going to get there tonight. There's a whole lot to this. But as we go, like I said, a conversation amongst friends, amongst people that may not be friends yet, because why not? Why can't it be? Why can't we be friends? It's a simple concept. How about a little understanding and not falling for the political BS and those divisions they try and make us see within each other? Again, if, 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 literally, if they're making us look for differences to attack, think about it. Give it a good, hard think. What's really going on here? Just saying. Just get, get a little riled up about things sometimes. Now, look, this is a conversation, all right? And, and I've got a track record of being nice to you. If you call me, I'm going to be nice to you, okay? Because guess what? Human decency. You should be nice. Period. You shouldn't walk up on stage and smack somebody because they make a joke, right? Sorry. Hey, tough it up. Come on now. Really? Again, I know there's extenuating circumstances and, you know, tastelessness and whatnot. What about, by the way, uh, I'm gonna get, I'll, I'll get to that later on. Okay, but this is the thing, look. It's a conversation, all right? And so as we do this again, Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific, I'd love to hear from you. We do this live on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. We broadcast live on the Fringe FM. And, of course, we're taking your phone calls as part of these discussions. Always. And again, as you can see, right, what do they say about the, the, the sum of its parts or greater than the thing or something? I don't know how these saying goes. Something like that. Well, you see, I can talk. I can talk for hours on end. All right. And I've gotten quite good at it. But it doesn't mean that this is a valuable and wonderful conversation because of me. It's because of us. This is a team effort. 
And as we begin tonight, if you want to call 702-957-1037, that's 702-957-1037, we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. You can also click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and it will uh, give you a direct invite. And I'm watching all the chat in all those places, all the things I said we were streaming on. Also, Discord as well. Shout out to S Magician over there on the Fringe Discord. Uh, speaking of the Fringe Discord, uh, please join the Fringe Discord. Come say hi. Fringe.fm slash chat. That will give you a direct invite. Discord, of course, is a chat client. It's a voice client. And it's, um, it's a great way to communicate with each other. You can share links. You can share, uh, share uh, photographs. You can uh, type old school like the chat rooms. And you can uh, use it as voice, like a voice telephone sort of situation. It's, it's a pretty amazing program. And uh, this, is, this, is, this is what we, we should be about, building programs that bring people together and not tear people apart. And you've heard me rant on this quite, quite often because it's one of those things that gets my goat, that people don't see it. They just don't get it. They're so caught up in this binary argument of blue and red, right? Blue and red, blue and red, blue and red. That they, it, it's like they're, they're like animals, right? Like in general terms, it's like, like I said, the bull with the red cape, right? Like, rawr, 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 let's let's go get him. Like, hey, you don't got to get anybody. Why don't you just be patient and listen? And some people I get, you can't listen to. They're unlistenable to unlist on what did I whatever I just said, whatever I meant to say, you know what I meant to say. You you can't listen to some people because they're obtuse intentionally. So you can't you just can't do it. They want to pick fights. They want they want to literally just get under your skin so that the first thing you do is lash out against them. Well, I've got a mute button. (laughs) There you go. Done. Right. Oh, censorship, Mike. No, I do not argue with fools. That's it. Not going to do it. It's not worth my time. Okay? So, just real quick. Related, unrelated to what's going on, current events. All right? But here's the thing. As we discuss all of these things, you know how it is. We do what's called drinking the maybe juice on this show. And that means, of course, in terms of just considering an idea, a thought, without accepting it. That's it. It is the mark of an educated mind to consider a thought without accepting it. Aristotle. And I truly believe that. All right. So as we get going, one more time, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. We'll put you on the show. And uh, let's talk. Simple as that. All right. So uh, as usual, right, it's, uh, it's on me to bring a compelling conversation, something that will make everybody call. And so, well, I came up with this, this idea. It's not a new idea. But there are some other circumstances that maybe build into this idea that starts to make you wonder what is actually going on in the world we live in. All right. So let's take a look. Let's begin here at the Atlantic. Oh, one of my favorites. One of my favorites, the Atlantic. Division politics at its finest. However, this is not about division politics. This is about exactly what I was just describing. This electronic divide and our digital demons. And I'll explain what that means. So here we go. Let's start here. Let's begin with the Atlantic. And the headline is this. Confessions of an information hoarder. Oh, we've all heard of hoarders, right? We've all heard of, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the show that makes fun of people that have, you know, these hoarding uh, issues, right? Uh, like they can't let go of things, attachment issues. Uh, they, you know, they collect all kinds of stuff and fill their homes and they're living in squalor. We've heard of that kind of hoarder, right? 
because of course you know what's what's a television show anymore if you can't like put it on and make fun of people right about you know the fattest people or the dumbest people or you know the 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 hoarder hoarderist people right i mean that's that's what television is anymore right that's what this is all about more division you notice right there's an underlying theme to everything that goes on in the digital world and it's division 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 all right so let's get back to the information hoarder, which is different from the division television show about hoarders and people with these personality disorders, really, is what that is. Maybe mental illness in some, some cases, right? Well, let's just have a, a TV show and make fun of them, right? No, let's not do that. Here we go. This is, uh, again, from The Atlantic, and this is written by an individual named uh, Charlie Warzel, and this is from March 25th, very, very recent. Uh, he's talking about hoarding information. Now, here we go. He says, uh, there was a point during the most isolating parts of the pandemic, usually when I was bored in the evening, where I'd open my phone's camera roll and scroll back through my pre-pandemic life. I'm not sure if this was a healthy lockdown coping strategy or not, but I'd thumb through photos of mundane life moments that in that moment felt exotic. Look at me, in a restaurant, at a concert with friends, participating in society showing my full face. Let that hang for just a moment. He continues. Content of the photos aside, there was also something genuinely pleasing about the experience of clicking the photos app and seeing this mosaic of my life, which, of course, he's got in all photos. He's got 26,222 photos in his library. He says to find something from a few years back and the act of rapid scrolling would blur and shift the mosaic. All right. He says, I noticed while swiping that without seeing individual photos, this specific document of my life had different eras with distinct color palettes. The palette was darker, for instance, when I lived in New York City, probably because more of my photos were taken inside my dimly lit railroad apartment. There's a period around late 2015 where the mosaic turns reddish brown, a marker of when my dog Peggy came into my life. I moved to Montana in 2017 and the scrolling blur is blue and green. The result of many shoddy attempts to capture a new home that featured mountains and a large sky. All right. You see what's going on here? You see what's happening already? Now, this is what I'm saying about this in particular, in particular terms. All right. Now, if this is what our life has been reduced to, a digital scroll on our phone, as we look at thousands of photos, at what point are we even living our life anymore? Are we not just feeding a digital beast with not just, again, all of our metadata from, again, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, uh, Google, Twitter, every single damn thing out there, right? It's just gobbling up our metadata, trying to find out how long we're on the crapper, how long we go to the grocery store, right? How long we do this, how long we do that, how often we text message, how, how many times we take selfies, how many times we take pictures of our food. You think they're not tracking that? You think there's not metadata for every single one of those things I said? Of course there is. Of course there is. So, okay. So at some point now, I, I like where this guy's going. I was like, wow, this is brilliant. And he's right. He's completely right. Like, if you are so much, again, we, we've seen the memes, right? People at concerts with their, with their phone up, right? And, and they're, they're literally experiencing the world through the lens of their damn phone at a concert, I mean, c couldn't you go on YouTube after the fact and have, oh, I don't know, the whole thing, maybe in HD, 
Why do you, why do you got to watch the damn thing through your phone, through the lens of your camera? Does that make any sense? It makes no sense to me. Call me old. All right. Aren't you there to experience this and not feed the digital beast with said experience? You see where I'm headed with this now. Okay, so that's the first thing. That's the first thing. All right. This digital photo roll. Again, you know, we've talked about near death experiences on this show. Okay, things like that. The paranormal. Where do we go when we die? All kinds of things like this. Right. And the important part regarding that in particular is. It is said that in the moment of passing or just prior that our life flashes before our eyes. So in this sense, should we just scroll through the camera roll <laughs> before we hop in the suicide pod and press the go button? Well, I mean, of course, I'm being dark. And I don't mean that. And please, nobody ever consider suicide. I'll actually now every time I bring it up, I have to I'm going to put the suicide prevention hotline in the in the in the chat. I'll, I'll pull it up in a sec. But but I'm just saying, right, it becomes a very, very dark thing in that how much of that belongs to us anymore? Right. How much of a singular private moment do you have in the last 20 years that hasn't been fed to some digital beast that's maybe somehow some way saving it for a day when they can use it against you? That's where my that's where my mind's at tonight. So my question for you is this as we begin. Right. As always, questions. This is the question show. A lot of this stuff annoys me, this, this digital domain of the future where we're expected to live happily ever after with our Thorazine drip and our padded room, right? And our, our scroll of the way life used to be, right? Well, like for, straight from that article, he was talking about how exhilarating it was looking at his pre-COVID life. Look at me doing exotic things in a restaurant, at a concert, simply having fun with my friends with my mask off. No mask. You see what's going on? And again, I'm not trying to turn this into that, again, binary argument of these people and those people, the maskers and the anti-maskers, right? The, the vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers. I'm not, I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about robbing the human generations of the future of an actual living human experience by feeding this digital beast. Don't you think somehow, some way, there's going to be a crossroads where this metaverse, how we're supposed to live in this, and eventually, one day, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Because, of course, the metaverse, you could be living on a space station, right? It could be a busted up tiny home with a leak in the roof and whatever, right? Like, hey, as long as you can put the goggles on, you can be anywhere you want to be. You see what I'm, where I'm going with this? If we f- constantly feed the digital beast, the question becomes, at what point, as they say, if you stare into the abyss, the abyss stares back. When do we become the beasts? People have made the, the, equa- the, the uh, equated pe- people walking around, you know, looking down at their phones as being zombies, right? Because, of course, you know, you step off a curb and you get hit by a car, which happens all the time. People so engrossed in their phones that they just walk off a curb and get hit by a car. Things like this. It happens. And it's like, hey, hey, the rest of the world is out here. What are you doing? In any case, the question I have for you tonight as we begin this is do you think at some point, if we're feeding every single moment of our life 
into this digital beast itself that eventually we become the beast. That's what I'm asking. I'm asking in terms of losing our humanity. To what? For what? For more money for Google? For more Facebook metadata they can apply to the metaverse? Is that, is that what this is all about? Because clearly for us, right, it's a free product. Hey, if we got a free thing, it's good. A free product's good, right? It's good. We can use it. The Google Photos, you know, the, the whatever the things. I don't know. That's the, that's the first question I have. That's what's on my mind tonight. Number one, if we continue, continually feed the digital beast with basically uh, what comes down to our life flashing before our eyes, if we feed that digital beast with said digital life before we could even have it flash before our eyes, is it interesting that maybe the life that flashes before your eyes is on a phone screen in your mind's eye in your final moments? You're recounting not the reality, but the digital photo reel that's been put out there Parsed, data collected, perfectly cut up into whatever division tactic they want to use against you and waiting for you. Couple questions, couple thoughts on my mind. So, okay, so point is this, right? At some point, if we're dealing with these digital demons, as I'm calling them, all right, we're going to get to the haunted internet and we're going to get some other things tonight, not just in terms of this in particular, right? Which is, which is good, by the way. So he actually gets down to a point in this where he actually talks about this, all right? And this is from the article that I was just reading, from the, the Confessions of an Information Hoarder, and this is from The Atlantic, all right? And this is what it kind of boils down to, what I saw. And I was like, okay, now this is something. We've talked about this, but not in this context, right? The transhumanism. We've talked about the mind becoming, well, not just the robot mind, but part of the Borg mind, part of the hive mind. All right. By becoming a tool that works in unison together. Now, check this out. He says this after scrolling through all his photos and being able to see these mosaic colors of different periods of his life. He said, he said, quote, I sometimes think of the body and the world in our minds kind of creating a circuit. And so then we introduce a tool into that circuit and it's going to shape how we perceive the world and it's going to shape how we interpret the world. And so, the body is at the nexus of our experience of reality, and technology enters into that loop of perception in ways that can be benign, in ways that can be beneficial, in ways that can be detrimental. But it certainly changes it. That's where I'm at right now. If we take those sacred moments and literally boil down those life flashing before your eyes into a camera roll on your phone, do you get what we're missing? Seems like we're missing all of it, doesn't it? It seems like this is all by design. It seems like like I described, every metadata point of everything you've ever done has been tracked, collated, 
perfectly put into databases, waiting for a moment to use it against you. So how do we stop this? That's the other question I have in my mind tonight. How do we stop this? How do we stop feeding this beast that would put us in this room with our morphine drip this time and our rubber walls and our liquid diet to keep us completely safe and have no life experiences that could ever endanger us or exhilarate us that weren't sanctioned by the state or by the technocratic elite? That's my other question tonight. We're going to get to examples of this. There's actual examples of this where this is already invading the system, invading the mind. So that's my other, my other question. How do we stop this? How do we confront these digital demons? And how, why do we succumb to them so easily? Is life so bad without it that we have to just lock into that screen, caress it so gently so you don't break it? You tell me. As we get going, that's what's on my mind tonight. If you want to be part of the discussion, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We're talking about this idea that the digital world and the real world are coming to a crossroads. Do you think if we stare too long into the abyss, the abyss stares back? This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Be right back. AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment, so you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at AutoTrader.com slash finally, it's easy. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we're taking your phone calls as we discuss this idea of our digital demons. We are feeding the electronic beast on a daily basis, every metadata point you could ever imagine, and tons you can't. So the question becomes, 
How do we confront these demons? How do we defeat them? How do we even get ourselves equal in a world that seems hell-bent on taking all of our data, metadata, and etc., and using it against us? Saving it for the opportune moment when it knows you're at your weakest to sell you, oh, I don't know, maybe a trip to Las Vegas. I don't know. Maybe a, a, a hair loss product. Maybe, right, whatever. Like, insert... Your lowest moment here. It irritates me. It really does. I'd be fibbing if I, if, I, uh, uh, if, I, if I told you otherwise. And so this is what I'm discussing tonight. This is what's on my mind and why that we allow this. Is the convenience worth sharing every intimate detail of ourselves forever? And again, back to the analogy. If, if our life flashes before our eyes just before it all goes dark. One day, can we just replace that with our iPhone photo roll? Seems pretty sick. 702-957-1037. Thanks to Liam Martin, the famous Liam Martin, for dropping the uh, National Suicide Prevention Hotline. I I, want to just point out, somebody's always listening. 1-800-273-TALK, 8255, or text the crisis line. Text hello to 741-741. I link that in the chat. I'll also link it in the the description here. And just because, like I said, I, I don't like to make light of mental health. I understand it's a very, very real thing. And many, many people are struggling with it in a lot of different ways. So thank you to Rohan for helping me find that and drop that in the chat. All right, so we're looking to hear from you. 702-957-1037. Let's go to Joe in Florida. Welcome to Trouble Minds, my friend. Go right ahead. Hold on one second. I got to go to the mail and the Amazon driver just dropped off my my hair stuff because I'm losing my hair. <laughs> Damn it, Joe. And, uh, Damn it, Joe. So I'll talk to you in the car. I'll okay. talk to you in the car on the way to the airport. No, I'm going to Vegas. Okay, okay. All um, right. All right. All right. Go right ahead, sir. <laughs> It's a good point, and you seem really, really fired up, um, kind of like I would be if my cell phone was watching me. I'm sorry. I don't know. But, um, again, I think it comes down to um, who's going to use that data. And, and ladies, you know, I want to bring up some good points of, of what I saw in the last few days. A friend of mine bought a car. Brand new. Everybody probably already knows this. I already have an old car and a truck, but the car talks to her. It helps her navigate. It helps her stay in between the lines. And in that sense, those safety measures are great. But that vehicle probably has a black box. Should she get into an accident? Will that be used against her or not? Would insurance claims pay or not pay? We've had this conversation when vehicles become totally automated. How's that going to play out? There's a million questions. Um, so then today, after hockey, you know, I went to go practice, and we have an app. And the app is like a coaching app where you basically sign in, and it helps you organize the money so you know who paid and who didn't pay. Those are all great, great things, great tools. Um, where I think technology is evil is, you know, if you look at certain things like Uber and all those ride shares, they put a whole industry out of business. Not that that industry was taking a lot of money on this other way with, you know, the cab business. Um, 
but it's struck a lot of people. The way I look at it is it's just programming. And drivers should, more should probably go to the driver that should probably go to the software that the code, that the code needs to be maintained. But I think that the drivers have a lot more maintenance with vehicles and everything else. Um, that could be technology being skirted. Um, totally agree with you when you say you want to live in the experience. Um, when the pandemic did hit, I didn't find myself going through pictures, you know, here and there. But uh, I can tell you now, lately, um, I've been going to shows and getting out and just doing all the things that I missed. That two years prior, we were cranking, going out, going to bands, going here, going there. And really, I don't have a lot of video of that. I don't have a lot of pictures of that. Because maybe we're at that age where we're like, let's live in that moment. Let's have a good time. But you're correct. Younger people... When I go to concerts now, I see the cell phones up. You know, sometimes you want to hit people on the dance floor and knock the phones out of their hands. Um, but we've had the conversation. We've had this before. And, you know, who's going to use it? How are they going to use it? How's it going to be weaponized? We all know that the phones are listening. They're looking. The tracker cookies in the house. If I look at a gazebo that I want to order for my yard, I start to get ads for that. I think that's a bad thing. But, um, I will tell you the oddest thing that I got on my phone. Okay. What is you, what is you... <laughs> This ahead. is what I've got on my Facebook. Here's, I don't know if anybody's ever seen this on their Facebook, but I've gotten advertisements from the CIA or people that have worked for the CIA and also the idea for the Israeli Defense Force on books on how to use dark psychology. Um, which I kind of click like on it when I have time to look at it. Who knows if I don't order a book like that to see if some, this is something I could use at my workplace against my bosses since they make us read all the books on how to drink Kool-Aid. But it was curious because I'm like, how did I get that ad in my Facebook stream? All the other ads I can see. But literally I was getting ads on like psychology but how to use it against people if that makes any sense yeah that's exactly what they're doing that's exactly what the point of these huge massive massive databases are right these are uh, these unbelievably large uh pedoflops even like like literally big 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 data like it's unbelievable the data points they have again have against us it's against us i mean if you think it's to uh to to um in, in enrich your life uh, well i i want i want to hear i want to hear how you think that's the case right I, I don't think so i don't think so i, I think again right it's presented as that but they're not using it for that they're using it against you at some point like like uh, let me know how that uh, hair grow works by the way None of it works. <laughs> okay, it all right. I can tell you that. You know what? You know what? You know what would work? You know what would work? A house with peace and quiet. That's what would work. A house with peace and quiet. Yeah, right. That that seems so, to me that makes some what sense. Would work, you know? that, that tracks. Um, you know, it's it's turning white. It's you know, I, I got I got plenty left, but you know, it comes with age. But yeah, like stuff doesn't work. You know, uh, with technology. You know, I would probably have to say, if I had to put a percentage on it, really, I would say like 70% bad, 30% good. The 30% good might be 
medical technology that would hopefully keep us alive longer. Okay. Um, aside from the cost of what that might be, and that's a whole separate discussion of the economics of those things and how people deserve or don't deserve and how they deserve to be treated with health care. But IT and those businesses uh, might help diabetics get treated quicker if they don't know it to be a diabetic. So I think there's, there's an upside to it, but there's more of a downside. Today, I was reading an article that Ukraine is using facial recognition to identify dead soldiers, dead, you know, I, dead Russian soldiers. I saw that. That's pretty morbid. Pretty morbid. You know, you, you saw that, right? Yep. So, you know, you, you've got that. Um, you've got the data dump that I, I brought this up the other week, but, you know, you can't tell me that, you know, I'm, to be without argument, you can't tell me that our intelligence agencies didn't know what was going to happen at the event in January. But some part of me thinks that we've talked about this on the show again. I keep putting the disclaimer that they knew everybody was going to go to that other site that starts at the P. And then all of that data was going to be tracked and they were going to go after all those people. So that right there is your danger. That right there is your warning. Exactly. We go full circle on this. Or, or, uh, I don't think, I honestly, well, I'm sorry. I mean, we just, you're okay. While I'm running along here, rambling, you know, um, the Canadians use it effectively to organize. Okay. We have all the technology here, but we still can't organize. I don't care. You, you know, you can't organize. We have, you know, I give examples. We have the 99% on Wall Street. Okay. You had other events. Then you had the event in January. Then you had the truckers in D.C. And one of the media was covering the Lunats. They weren't large scale. And I think part of that is we're so tone deaf with that 24-hour news cycle that we can't focus on anything. Here in this country, at least in this country, we're so divided. That we can't focus on one thing, and those would be prime examples. Because if the 99% wanted to do something, something would have been going to Wall Street, and we wouldn't be having, maybe we wouldn't be having what we have now, whatever this is. Maybe it would have been better. Okay. Whether you were on the side of the insurrection or whatever you want to call that event or not, okay. It clearly ended very nonviolently for the most part, and with no change in anything. Whether we wanted that to happen or not, I have to play devil's advocate on that. You know, and the truckers, but you got a result in Canada. I mean, if if the if the Russians attacked us, we'd be fighting each other before we fought the Russians. <laughs> what the Ukrainians do? I think that's the goal. I think that's right? the goal. No, we yeah, would. yeah. It, yeah. It, it absolutely is the goal. It absolutely is the goal. But I think that goal might change if. The American dollar, you know, we, we have to be the consumer and we're the consumer of the world. We are the consumer of the world. Our dollar is the standard, you know, um, but I'm starting to see articles that the Chinese yuan and the Saudis and oil, that they might start backing, you know, it might not be a petro dollar, it might be a petro yuan. So you start to wonder if the shifts of consumers are going to change and We'll be left in the dust, still fighting each other. 
for, you know, like you said, you, you'll have nothing. You'll like, so anyway, those are my quick thoughts. Forget I get a phone call in because you sounded pretty pissed. I don't blame <laughs> you. It's true. You know, we should be living, you know, if you could take a picture and take some video, like I got some five, like I went to a party and I took a five second clip roller skating, you know, and I might take a picture after ice hockey at the end. But if you can live the experience, I think, I think it's better. You know, I, I think that's what we're here for us to experience each other. I, I don't know. You know, if we end up in VR, it might be better. I don't know. You know, lately I feel like fighting people. So maybe, maybe <laughs> me being stuck in the house and doing VR might be better. You know? Don't do that. Don't do that. So, it's, it's, it's I'll leave you with that. You're the best, Joe. Yeah, Appreciate it, my friend. I know. Great call as always. Have a great night. Appreciate, appreciate my man that's just joe in florida 702-957-1037 uh, god bless you and the family my friend uh so uh old friend of the show uh, joe's joe's uh, as you guys know a funeral director got a very unique view of the world because again you know I, I always call it the invisible process people doing all kinds of things out there where uh they yeah yeah they, they, they these jobs people think just happen no there's people out there doing them so real quick we got jennifer on the line give me one sec jennifer haunted by real life on the internet this is from npr right and it just real quick so uh, uh daniel Miller didn't think of uh, this whole idea of sharing everything online and sharing his own photo rolls with his phone and all the rest of this stuff. And then, then the unthinkable happened. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the rest of this article. Um, he, uh, his one-year-old son passed away. All right. It's just horrific again. Uh, and basically what I'm saying here is that his phone and every single thing he ever put online, photos of his baby, all the rest of this before this horrific thing happened. Now we're haunting him. They were kicking back into his face as memories, right? Your photo roll saying one year ago, remember this, right? Like there's a grieving process. There are things that need to happen without damn Google putting sick morbid reminders in your face why you're trying to heal from things like this and this is what i mean we'll get we'll get to the actual uh, article here in a minute this is from a long time ago this is from january 2011 all right and this is exactly what i'm talking about this idea that we are haunted by our own digital demons by turning the mirror back against us in our weakest moments it's horrific one more time 702-957-1037 let's go to jennifer in missouri thanks for being patient go right ahead Hey, Mike. Yeah, my phone is, I keep, my line keeps dropping. So it's on my end if it drops out. Okay. But no problem. Storm coming in. But, um, so what you're talking about, it's really interesting because I was thinking about this today. And then I noticed Algorithm 2 mentioned kind of something about this too in the chat like a couple of days ago. Maybe he'll call in later too. That'd be cool. But, um, you know, I was thinking about, like I was out walking and I was noticing that like I felt like I had a, I don't know. I noticed there's a couple of things going on. Like when we feel kind of disconnected or something, it's as if like our senses, like our sense of smell and our sense of sight, even like, I mean, the way we hear and everything is dulled a little bit. There's something, or at least it seems that way. Like I noticed that sometimes I'm just walking around and I don't know if like it's just me or if there's other people too, but like if, if sometimes we're just walking around with our eyes open, but not even looking at anything very well, like ideally the way that we're designed, you know, all of our senses would be working all at once, taking in the experience, you know, and that feeling 
that just that on its own should be a lot more intense, like more fulfilling, like in a way, like if we were to look, you know, much closer at everything that our eyes are taking in, instead of just kind of glazing over everything, like just kind of swinging the eyes over the images, but like when we're out and around people and things, it should be like a more penetrative, like a focused look at the colors and looking for things. It makes sense to use the eyes the way they're supposed to be used. And then I was noticing too that like we're taught to like, we're told a lot of times about breathing, how important it is, you know, for like, for like relaxation and that kind of thing. But really it seems like it's more important than anything to be able to smell like to be able to, to like, like you'd probably breathe a lot better if you were just taking in your sense of smell of your environment. And the same thing with like, you're hearing too, like listening in layers and the feeling of existing too, like just all these different things and even tastes like actually tasting your food would help you probably to digest it even better. But I was thinking that we're not living, it's like our senses are dulled and it seems like it's possibly intentional. And I think that what's happening is like, we're so withdrawn into like this more mental realm. Like we're taught to think in terms of mental problem solving and like a math equations and things like that. But what ends up happening is we use that part of ourselves for all of our existing. Like <clears throat> if it all should be like, we have this vitality that's coming up from like the earth itself. And it's like this life force and children have it. And like really young people and animals have it, you know, this life force, but with all the fighting you have to do with these mental things and with people coming at you and things like that, you exhaust that energy out. It seems like you use that energy in like even a verbal confrontation and you shouldn't be giving any of that away. You should be holding on to all of it and you should be only be responding with just like what your mind thinks in response to what's been said or what activity has occurred. If you can, but you shouldn't be using your vital life force that but as an animal like when you're startled by something the impulse is to fight or to run away and when you can't do that because it's actually a mental thing but you can't really tell the difference you're responding with your physical vitality and I think that there are some people or some thing that is has none of that vital energy and so they they get it from you because you give it to them they get it when they confront you with something that <clears throat> tricks you into thinking you have to have a physical response, but you can't. So it feels like you're fighting, like you'll feel sore and like this tenseness and like a tightness in like your stomach and stuff because you're like defending those areas of yourself. But it's all, it's not really there. Like we should be, it's, and see, the only way that that works is if you were to live that way like this vampiric thing that's going on where they extract, they get the life force from you because you use it in defense in a way rather than relaxing and like just using your senses and just relaxing and going through your life, you know? And um, like if you bail a like a deer, for example, if you, there's a hunting strategy of chasing a deer down till it's so exhausted from fear and fright that it'll just collapse 
and you can just go right up and kill it. And that's exactly what kind of thing is sort of going on with humanity. And we've like separated ourselves from that vital life force. So the only choice is to become a vampire yourself or be drained. Unless you can get that vitality built back up inside yourself by not giving it away, not giving it away to people because you're in an argument, like not giving it away because, you know, something has confront a life situation has confronted you. It's like we're no longer in the times of, um, there's no real threat almost ever. There's not a bear attacking you, but we react as if there is. The fear comes up and like the reaction comes up. And then our sense, like I say, we should probably just be experiencing our senses of our existence, relaxing in that. And when a problem comes up, you handle it only then with that mental, you know, part of yourself. We're always living in the front of our mind, it seems, you know. And, and the other thing was, it seems like we're not looking or smelling or tasting or hearing anything. It's just a blur. And I think one way to fight that, combat this whole thing, is to come back into your senses, come back into that life force. Take as much of that life force as you want, right from the earth itself, you know, right up through your body. And build it up and quit throwing it at them when they come to get it by causing you undue stress, you know, or arguments. Don't, don't fight them with that life force energy. Don't squeeze it out of your body for them, you know? Yeah, it makes and a ton of build sense. build it back up in yourself and quit giving it away. And uh, they're always waiting for more. It's, it's, it's an endless fount here. And again, like, like kind of like the equation when we began, if, if your life passing before your eyes in the final moment is akin to a, an iPhone photo reel, no thanks. Life tastes like ashes, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. Appreciate the call. As you know, we're out of time, unfortunately. Uh, everybody, Jennifer here has a YouTube channel. Give it a follow. Uh, links in the description. Thank you for the phone call. Always great stuff. Have a good night. Thanks. Have a fantastic evening. Appreciate it very much. Oh, boy. We're going to get to this article in just a minute, talking about the idea of you being haunted by your own data before you're ready to see it. What do you think? This electronic divide? Intentional? Otherwise... How do we confront our digital demons? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More? This whole idea of our life flashing before our eyes in a smartphone photo reel. And of course, using that data against us. The moment it's the most opportune. One more time. 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? 
You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. And they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images. Strange and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is Tuesday night, which is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. What are those things we're not allowed to talk about? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, 
and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. As always, we're doing this live. We're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Call us. This is a two-way conversation. If you want to reach the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037, and we'll put you on the show. You can also click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Uh, also, we have a, a, another Discord running at fringe.fm slash chat. And, of course, the easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds is to download the Fringe app at uh, your favorite, uh, of course, uh, whether it's uh, iTunes or, sorry, Apple or Android App Store. Uh, the Fringe app is completely free. Easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds at 7 p.m. Pacific time on Monday through Thursday. Just smash that play button on the Fringe app and you'll get me and you'll get you. You'll get whoever wants to call in and be part of this discussion. So tonight, all right, as we do this and we're, we're, we're just pounding through this crazy idea, we, it starts here, right, with the Atlantic. I know, roll your eyes, the Atlantic. Uh, so much propaganda coming out of the Atlantic, but this is, this is actually a good discussion in this article. It's called Confessions of an Information Hoarder, okay? And this uh, Charlie Warzel, it goes through and sort of... It, uh, chronicles the experience of what it felt like being locked down in COVID and actually scrolling through his phone images from a year ago or from two years ago or from three years ago, right? And being able to, again, not just create sort of this mosaic sort of situation of his life where when he lived in New York, there were a lot of dark colors because of his dark, dreary apartment. When he moved, uh, when his dog came into his life, things started to turn a brown color because of uh, all the photographs in, 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 in a row and a line with the dog in, in the shots. And then on top of that, it even got more weird in that uh, the next version of his life, he moved out to Montana and the big sky country and things uh, in his in his photo roll suddenly were all uh, shades of blue and green because of the big sky and all the trees and all the rest of this, right? So it's interesting that in terms of just like a photo mosaic and us in our lives in these stages in these from point A to point B to point Z to, to wherever, wherever it ends is basically being chronicled in these phone apps on all the, all the photographs we take, right? Every time you take a picture of your lunch or every time you take a selfie, wait, hold on, you're listening to Troubled Minds, but first, I'll take a selfie. No, well, maybe, right? And all that stuff ends up in your, your, again, you know, Google Photos is going to chronicle this. I don't know how Apple does it. They've got Apple, what does this guy say in the article? He, he's got app, a version of this. Uh, the all photos in his uh, da, 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 photos app, I guess. I guess from from uh, from. I don't have an Apple phone because uh, they're just too damn expensive. I'm sorry, I can't afford it. Uh, but in any case, I'm not complaining about that. I'm complaining that uh, our life is now being reduced. Instead of the, that moment, that final moment, right? We've all heard it, where your life passes before your eyes. And what I'm saying here is, and the whole point of the discussion tonight is, is there a point where? Living life, recording it in front of us through that little tiny annoying screen, right? Where when our life passes before us, it may as well be with some sort of Oculus headset just rifling through our our photos, right? And so not only do you get, we don't, we don't get to recall perfectly the good moments and the bad moments. We get whatever moments are in there. And so, you know, clearly and obviously you can curate them and delete them and do all the rest of that. But who does that? The reason you take the photo is you want to save it for some point later. Who knows what? Some people don't do a damn thing with those photos. They sit there for decades, right? I mean, we're, what, 20 years into this digital revolution or whatever the hell you want to call it? So at some point, right, you you end up with this huge, uh, basically, the same idea as before your final moment. And your life passes before your eyes. Well, here's your photo roll from your smartphone. 
zip through it bing let it scroll let it scroll let it scroll wait for it wait for it let it scroll oh there's the last one <laughs> you see what i'm saying here i mean come on now okay so and this is what i mean i'm gonna give you an example and there's more examples here but this is this is exactly what i'm saying right shouldn't we be allowed in our own context in our own time to recall the memories that are most efficient for us for our mental health for instance what about if we want to remember a good memory okay we should be able to recall that right here in our own head all right we should be able to do that well what about again uh, like like matt said facebook memories here's a picture of your dead dog and your ex-wife yeah i'm sure you're gonna have a good day now right like uh all those great things that happened in your past yeah facebook memories i get them too not facebook but at google google memories seven years ago i got i got two passed on dogs they're in there great memories I want to remember them when I remember them and in my own time and in my own way. I'm sorry, Google. I'm sorry, Facebook. I don't want you to tell me or prompt me when you want me to remember something. Okay, period. All right. So let's go. Here's another example. Right. So not just this idea of this photo montage of your life. All right. Not just scroll through whatever the hell just happened and let the technocrats tell you what you should remember and when you should remember it. How about this? Here's another example. Like I just, uh, before Jennifer called, I talked about this a little bit. This is from KNPR. And this is all the way back in 2011. 2011. Look at this. This is wild. Uh, this is from a written by, uh, let's see, who's the individual here? Dave Pell is the guy's name. It says, I think about a lot of things before I share online. But here's one thing I never think about. The unthinkable. Daniel Miller didn't think of that either. So he shared photos on Facebook and Flickr, wrote anecdotes in his blog, and managed his finances finances using Mint. That's an app, of course, or an online whatever it was back in 2011. And then his one-year-old daughter died. Sorry, I said son. His one-year-old daughter died. All right? Now look, and the machine wouldn't turn off. Every now and then, he just wanted to take his mind off his grief and focus on something happier. But he was constantly reminded of his daughter by the sites and tools that were so integrated into his connected life. Daniel explains what he calls the infinitely connected triggers of her memory and the dumb machines in a blog he writes to share experiences related to his family's loss. Listen to this. This is from that blog. Someday, I want to be able to sit and look at her pictures, even watch the videos, and remember how great it was when she was here. For now accidentally seeing a thumbnail image in a directory on my computer or on my phone or on Flickr or on Facebook is enough to spawn an hours-long cycle of anxiety and depression. It actually goes out of its way to confront me with my pain, he continues. Facebook wants to show me memories in the sidebar. Mint tracks a college fund that until I worked up the energy to change it, bared her name. Now Mint sends alerts to my phone informing me that I have, I have high spending in doctor and health, all right, in that category. And of course, Daniel can't escape his own digital trail, yet he returns to the internet to add to it. He is using the machine to express his frustration that the machine won't leave him alone. The same technology that haunts him also provides a way to mourn and remember. Now look, now look, do you see what I'm saying here? This is horrific, all right? Everybody out there has lost somebody. And if you haven't yet, it's going to happen, okay? It's going to happen. And I'm not trying to be dark and mean, 
It's what happens. It's what happens as part of life. And it's horrific in many cases. And when people lose somebody, like I said, there's a healing period. And I don't think you could have, you should have these memories popping up and saying, by the way, remember this horrific time in your life, right? And this is what I'm trying to say, right? If these companies, if the technocratic companies actually gave a damn about our mental health in any capacity whatsoever, they would allow us to easily shut these things off, easily shut them off. And I'm not saying you can't shut them off. I'm saying that what's happening now is you have to dig through 88 menus and submenus and sub 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 menus and sub 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 menus that they don't want you to turn it off at all because they want to be able to prompt you whatever they want when they think it should be prompted for you to remember. Right? Don't we have the right to our own memories? Meaning that we, we access them when we want to, not because Facebook tells us to, or not because Google tells us to. And this is what I mean by confronting our digital demons. At some point, they've collected so much data on us that they know. They know. They know when you're down. They know when you're at your weakest moments. They know because they're doing it to sell you something, right? That self-help product, right? That how to heal book, whatever it is they're trying to sell to you, right? Which is fine, but you get it. They're not trying to help anybody. They're trying to sell you something. And so again, we've talked about this in the past, how Facebook knows. They knows when you're, when you're having a rough go. They know. And what they'll do is they'll try and sell you a Las Vegas trip because going to Vegas, everything's fixed, right? That fixes everything, doesn't it? Yeah, of course not. But sure, they, they booked the sale at whatever online aggregator of airplane visits and hotel accommodation. Sure, they, they've certainly done that. But you see, this isn't about helping anybody. This has never been about helping anybody. And so my question tonight as we begin, all right, as part of it, like I said, 702-957-1037, click the Discord link at troubleminds.org. We'll put you on the show. The question is this. At some point, we're feeding this digital monster, this demon, I'm calling it, this digital demon. We're feeding it every single thing about us. Not by accident. We're doing this intentionally, right? Because it's convenient. It's nice. You get to have all the, all the, all the, the pictures on your phone. It's really great. Until it's not. Until they literally take the very data you give them and use it against you. You see what's going on here. So the question is this. How do we stop it? How do we confront these digital demons? How do we disconnect from a world that is ever more connected? And again, like I said previously when we started this tonight, at some point, if you're feeding this digital beast, this digital demon as I'm calling it, over and over and over with all the metadata of your life and all the metadata is staring back at you ready like ammunition to be used against you in your weakest moment what does that make you you're the mark right you're the victim you're you're the one that's going to be exploited by your own what should be magical moments do you understand what i'm saying so what are your thoughts what how do we actually confront these digital demons 
is it as simple as, and I, I, I don't say this in the non-environmental way, because no matter what you say, you, you're going to get eggs thrown at you. But you go throw it in a lake, back to what Frank used to say, just go throw the phone in a lake. Well, Robert just said on Rockfin over there that he went to uh, Western Union today to send some money out, and uh, they wouldn't let him because he doesn't have a cell phone. They, he, they had to have a cell phone number or else he was not allowed to send any money. He says he had to use his wife's cell phone number. So at what point is everything so digitally connected that we become the monster? We become the demon. Because, of course, our mind works in unison with the tools around us, with the computer around us, with the smartphone around us, with our tablets, with all the rest of these things that we're always talking about. It works as a, as a team. As a, uh, our brain is, again, we talked about that cognition outside of the brain, right? How, uh, again, infinite memory and infinite photographs that we can just take on these, these phones, snap, 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 snap. It's constantly backing them up and deleting the ones. And you could save thousands and thousands and thousands of pictures, right? It's infinite memory. And at some point, does that corrupt the human person? That's the question tonight. And if so, yes or no, again, I'm making the case and I'm waving my arms and I'm getting fired up. But in the next next, uh, question, if so, or if not, how do we fix it? How do we confront this? And how do we, how do we, how do we turn this into something else? How do we turn this into something good is my question. All right. So you want to talk about time travel because of course this is trouble minds after all. And I promise a little bit of time travel. Look at this as well. Now I was reading this and this is a quote from Terrence McKenna. All right. Now speaking of the digital demon, all right, what I'm calling this, uh, this idea of uh, the, ele- the, uh, the electronic divide and confronting our digital demons is what I'm calling this tonight. But check this out. Uh, we get this. This is from Terrence McKenna, and it reads exactly like this. Notice that the Internet and computers that it serves are actually made of the materials of the Earth. They're largely metals, silicon, glass, copper, gold, and silver. These are the products of demonic artifice. These are the things that the alchemists dreamed of. They transform space and time. They allow us to speak at a distance, and they allow us to wander through libraries thousands of miles distant. They make it so that no fact is too obscure and no person so hidden that you can't reach them. And once again, Terence McKenna. You see this? Now, we've talked about this. We talked about it a week ago or 10 days ago, a couple weeks, whatever it was, when we were talking about the scrying devices, the scrying devices of the digital world, our smartphones and the black mirror, right? We talked about that and how, again, these items are largely metals, materials of the earth. But again, products of demonic artifice, meaning, of course, the items the alchemists dreamed of. And so, so, if this is the case, and you can put together a digital world where you can even travel back or forward in time, oh, I don't know, like the metaverse, even like the internet itself currently, let's say you can, you can log, log on to the Vatican Library right now and start, uh, they haven't digitized everything and made it all available yet, maybe one day they will, but you could log into the Vatican secret vault or whatever they call it right of course the ones they've made public and you could see it from here where's that that's italy hey i'm in las vegas so is that not some sort of portal in and of itself 
is that is that not some sort of exactly like he's describing the things the alchemists dreamed of wild right how about time travel how about pulling up a, a, a wikipedia page about dinosaurs or the roman empire right or i don't know pick pick your time what about the future what about predicting the future? What about articles predicting the future? What about a show like this where we talk about the past and the future and how we're stuck somewhere like a rock in a hard place in the middle as they shift both and use it against us? Of course, everything can be a double-edged sword. Everything can be good and bad. Okay? Not everything. Let's say most things, many things. So, of course... How do we stop this? How do we change this? How do we combat this? And is there something more sinister going on here? Meaning, when I say digital demons, I'm not just talking about technocratic algorithms. I'm not just talking about your photo roll in your smartphone. I'm talking about something deeper and more evil than that. You think, do you think something else is going on here? Those are my thoughts tonight. What are yours? Do you think there's a way out of this? Do you think there's something to this idea that silicon, glass, copper, gold, and silver, the products of demonic artifice, are also what the internet is made of? You tell me. Should we be in control of our own memories and our own mind and not be prompted somehow, some way, to remember our darkest moment because Facebook deems it appropriate. That's what I'm talking about. Is there something more sinister afoot? Love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. And this one struck me. I saw this and I was like, damn. Like, this is, this is so true. Like, this is exactly the internet as a portal. That portal space. Like, we, again, we've talked about the smartphone as that scrying device. Okay, and of course, you know, the obsidian mirror, the black mirror, scrying the future or the past or uh, maybe maybe a distant place or right like remote viewing or mirror mirror on the wall, things like this. Right. That type of thing, that type of magic, actual magic. Well. What's the rest of this? Do you think this is what uh, what Terrence McKenna is saying here is exactly what I'm talking about in terms of. That black mirror is not just a scrying device. It becomes a portal to the past, the present, and the future. And notice, if you go back to George Orwell in 1984, you guys know this one very well. I'm going to read this to you. Where are we at time-wise? We're perfect timing for this. Listen to this. This is what George Orwell said. Let's see. Where is, where is the quote? Where is the quote? I'm sorry. Just a moment. He said this. From 1984. And if all others accepted the lie which the party imposed, if all records told the same tale, then the lie passed into history and became the truth. Who controls the past, ran the party slogan, controls the future. Who controls the present, controls the past. And that's George Orwell, 1984. And you see what I'm saying here? If we have this idea of this technological construct, silicon, glass, copper, gold, and silver, the demonic artifice that the alchemists dreamed of, 
Are we stuck? Is this deeper and darker than we could imagine? One more time, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Have I done it this time, Michael Strange? Now you've done it? Too far off the rails? I'm okay with that. Where we're going, we don't need rails. So as we continue considering this, should our thoughts be our own? Should we somehow, some way, be able to confront these digital demons, which may actually not be demons in metaphor, but demons running around the internet? You ever heard of the haunted internet? We're going to get to that and more and we can, when we come back. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More of the electronic divide confronting our digital demons. This idea of the internet itself as a portal to the past, the present, and the future to control your mind. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. More Troubled Minds on the way. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're taking your phone calls as we think about this idea of the technocracy, the big data beast known as what I'm calling tonight the digital demon that we feed all of our data to 
voluntarily even. But of course, there's a ton more that's happening behind the scenes and under the hood that you wouldn't be able to call voluntary. But, but oh, it is a free product after all. So the question tonight is this. If we feed this digital beast all of our information forever... Well, there's a couple things that start to get super creepy and super freaky. Number one, how do we confront this idea of the digital demon? Meaning, we talked a little bit ago about an individual who had, you know, shared everything online. All right. This is an old article from uh, NPR all the way back to January of 2011. All right. Sharing everything online. Had a brand new daughter, one year old, passed away. All right. All uh, tragically, horrifically, you would never wish this on anybody. Okay. And then... What happens is the, the memories start coming back. You want time to mourn. You want to shut it down. You don't want to be reminded of these terrible moments in your life, right? Except when you want to, when you're ready to deal with it, when you know that the next thing for you is to come to terms, right? And heal and do those things. But the technocrats don't care. They'll use it against you. They'll take that information and they'll feed you pictures of your past on loved ones. Okay. Even like, again, how do we know? Well, because they do it. How do, how do we know they actually maybe feed it to you in your, your most, um, uh, what would you say? Uh, most, uh, most, most vulnerable moments. Well, we know they do that for advertising. So explain to me this. How are they not using it to exploit us? How are they not using it to control us? Of course they are. Of course, this is all about control. And so the question turns into this, right? Now, we did a show a long time ago, a long time ago, probably the, in the first two months of Troubled Minds, which, by the way, next week is four years of Troubled Minds, four years. So nearly four years ago now, in this probably very, very close, within a few weeks, we did a show called The Haunted Internet, right? That whole idea that the ghost in the machine right? This idea that we have these digital demons that aren't actually just algorithms peeling off our most intimate and sacred moments to put in a database and unceremoniously plop out again when they see it worthy, when they see it as, well, advantageous to control us, to control our minds, to control our mood, to control everything about us. All right. So there's that. Just a digital, monstrous version of what the internet has become, okay? That's the first part. The second part is, what if somehow, some way, there are demons controlling this type of thing, right? Like uh, we talked about uh, in the past, like the digital Ouija board, right? Like, like a digital spirit board. In, in other terms, that's what they're called as well. All right. Uh, being able to, you know, you can do this and with a planchette by yourself, you know, well, you know, they say don't do it by yourself, but you can pull one out and, you know, do it wherever, right? At a picnic or whatever, right? Wherever. You can go contact the spirits anywhere. You can also do it digitally. You can pull up. I got some, I got some of the links below if you want to check out what a digital Ouija board is, right? Well, what if in the, the, the case of exactly this, where they say that the, the spirit board itself is just a vehicle it's just a tool to contact what happens to be on the other side well what if in those terms the keyboards we use and the websites we visit are similar tools to somehow some way contact something inside of the internet itself meaning as part of all this control mechanism 
Do you think somehow, somewhere, some way, something has infiltrated the internet? Meaning, well, exactly like I just said, this idea of a digital demon. Now, in the old days, we'd say uh, the ghost in the machine, right? We would say something to that effect. We would say, uh, you know, maybe a haunted website, which I'll get to in a little bit. We would say something like that, right? But I think in terms of the way the algorithms are now working, have they sort of turned into this machine learning digital devil or demon? And this is what we're actually confronting. It's not an algorithm built by some sick person in Silicon Valley. It's an out-of-control, machine-learning, data-scraping monster. Michael. Whoa. Michael. Who's here? How dare you speak of the digital (laughs) demons, Michael? Scared the hell out of me. (laughs) What's What's, what's going on? What's up, Derek? What's up, Derek? I I got me in a zone, man. You snuck up on me. What's up? How are you? (laughs) What's up? 702-957-1037. Let's go to the digital Night Stalker. Welcome to Trouble Minds, my friend. How are you? (laughs) Devin. I was like, shit. I'm getting the aisles. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'm scared you now. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Figured out, uh. You were you were uh, you were you were daring these digital demons to come and attack you. You know, I figured uh, might as well pretend <laughs> yeah. to uh, send one over. Yeah, send them over. Send but, them um, over. I guess they're, they're already onto me, so you're good. Go right ahead. What are your thoughts, man? Well, yeah, I, I definitely think I feel like we talked about this before a little bit. Um, the idea that, like, I mean, I mean, me and James have been talking about it a lot lately. The idea that there's these entities that are um, either like attracted to electricity or actually inside the electricity itself. They're actually like within the electromagnetic like, um, I mean, uh, spectrum. And that's kind of like uh, Zoroastrian mythology and like Ahriman and like the, the Lord of Electricity and, and Rudolf Steiner and all his research and stuff. He, he thinks they're very, very closely tied together. And he's like, he didn't live through this metaverse. I mean, I, I'd be very curious to see what he thinks of the metaverse. But like, so I think it could tie into the, to like, we're being coaxed into like putting our entire lives onto the internet or into or onto a metaverse, like into a virtual digital space, because it's like cutting out this middleman instead of rather having these demons, these digital demons or whatever, trying to like possess us or get us to like do incantations or do all kinds of stuff. Like in the regular world, they're actually like, like in order for them to get their grip on our reality. Instead, they're, they're coercing us to make a digital realm that we willingly move to that they already have dominion over, that they already are controlling, you know, because that's kind of, that's their, that's their home, home base of operations. But we're just, we haven't lived, uh, we haven't lived in those realms yet, you know? Um, so yeah, I don't know. But as far, like, I think like the internet itself might, I think it's like multifaceted. I think there's, they're trying to recreate the human mind, like with the internet itself. I think like they're collecting all our data basically like to replace us or to help machines wake up by like learning about us, you know, so they're collecting our our data for that. But then also I think something has woken up. I think like Bailey disagrees. Bailey thinks that, um, I give him too much credit, like, which might be, might be very accurate, you know, but I just, the way they can predict what we're thinking, the way that they like, it's, it's, it's well beyond you just saying you're getting a glass of cold water. Like there's, it's things that you, you'll think something, you don't even need to have a conversation about it. You don't have to like search it on, on Google or anything. You'll just think it. You'll like be suffering from like a weird like twinge in your back. Won't tell anybody about it. Not even really even favoring it that much. 
just thinking about it, and then it'll pop up on your Facebook newsfeed and stuff. So they're like, whether that's whether that's algorithms predicting, well, he does this and this. He works this amount of hours. He like walked this amount of steps today. Maybe he's like more tired. So let's give him this kind of like maybe his back's probably hurting him. Or have they just infiltrated our brains? You know, we're all electricity. We our bodies run off electricity. If they're somehow, I don't know. People are like willingly trying to hop onto the internet. Like people, we've talked about this a lot before, but the, the dissociation idea of like people's true identity, people's real life that they value the most is their online persona. Like we kind of like say that, but we don't really even understand. Like we're addicted to the internet to a certain level. We spend a lot of time on it. We chat, we, we do the voice chat for the show and all that kind of stuff. Thank you for the internet. But there are people who were like born onto Facebook who were who, who born after the year 2000 or whatever, who know nothing else. And I, I, mean, I sometimes I try to think about like what that must be like to like have so much of your identity wrapped around in the internet more than, more than what we have, you know? Um, so that trajectory kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I'm rambling. It's going to save me for a second. The, the but, uh, digi- digital natives. Thoughts, yeah. yeah. The digital natives. Digi- yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, again, that's, that's the thing too. Like I said, uh, uh, if you're going to talk about, uh, you know, something being evil and horrific in nature, uh, it's demons, it's devils. It's this idea of like just evil in the mind and hearts of men and people. Right. So, yeah. so the yeah. thing is that, uh, the internet is causing suicides it's causing people to hate themselves it's causing people to measure their own life by everybody else's yardstick when for crying out loud we never had to do that right the old keeping up with the joneses is now keeping up with the the kardashians for crying out loud and for you know nobody can keep up with them because they've got a a team for everything because they hire everybody because they're zillionaires i mean it's not fair it's completely not fair and so if we're talking about like this digital construct that's able to manipulate our emotions at any time, right? And no, by the way, when we're at our most vulnerable, what is this not if it's not a suicide machine or something? You know what I mean? It's I know, sick. I know. It is sick. Sorry, go ahead. And then, then like, no, no, you're, you're exactly right. There's an episode of um, the show Evil. It was on like CBS. I think it's on like Paramount now. But uh, basically, it's like one person from like from the clergy, from like the Vatican, who's, who's supposed to like it's basically like the X Files, but more more just demons and more like like demonic in nature he he works for the vatican or something and she is just like a regular lawyer or detective or or something she's like she's a skeptic basically it's a monster of the week but with this one kind of like weird demon who's kind of pops up through, through every episode and there's one where he tries to like recruit a bunch of incels and stuff online and to and get them to like commit crimes and shoot people and and basically just like snap you know, because he gets something from it. You know, he gets like the violence. So, so if if the classic demon trying to like whisper in our ear to get us to do stuff, you know, so it can because it can't act in the physical world, it coaxes us by like manipulating our emotions and stuff, or making us feel really bad. Or, oh, like that girl, she she like disrespected you. Are you gonna take that? You're gonna take that? No, like go to her work and blah 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 blah. Do this kind of stuff. Like go go beat up. Like you know what I mean? Like makes you do crazy stuff because it can like gets that loose from us it gets that energy from us you know it's not just like the system itself that's like trying to drain us of our energy or the archons or whatever it's these these things that are in in the machine you know um and also like you have a bunch of like beaten down people they're much more malleable and like coaxable into getting them to do to do your bidding for them or to like radicalize or all kinds of 
all kinds of crazy stuff too. And then like to top it off, um, just possession. You know what I mean, they want they want out. You know, so get people to like you saying in the beginning of the show, um, like that thoracene drip, and get people just completely plugged in, just big, sweaty, and gross, and covered in fast food and their own filth sitting in the real world as they're plugged into the VR, you're not using your body anymore. That body is now, like, vacant or for uh, something else to hop into you. So perhaps that's the goal. Perhaps, like, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll have fun when you come and join the metaverse or when, when you come and plug into the internet or the VR or whatever. We'll take advantage. We'll get you to do stuff. We'll feed off your aloosh, yada, yada. But our real end goal is just get everyone hooked up so we can pop out. You guys can stay here. See how you like it, and we'll we'll take over. Like it's it's our it's our realm now. The uh, the the, the, the uh, physical plane, and what we're doing is walking around inside you. You know, um, I feel like I'm going way off on a no, tangent kind of, no, but like good. that's what this I, is all about. It's about it's, it's expounding yeah. on these ideas. Take it wherever you want, my friend. Yeah. As far as like the time travel thing, that's like I think uh, Duncan Trussell talks about that sometimes. Like there's definitely going to to be happening. It's like eventually when they compile enough data for us, this might be not like a secretive thing but maybe it's something that we can like it's going to be more like entertainment in the future um kind of like a facsimile version of time travel where they just use all the data that they've collected um that we've voluntarily given them to kind of recreate the world at that moment so you can experience it again or experience it experience like another reality like we don't have enough and like the more data that is accumulated the more crisp the experience will be the more clear the experience will be like if you're trying to go experience the crucifixion, there's no cell phones around then, so it's going to be just based on stories. They might have to make it up or whatever, but kind of right now, the point we're living in right now is going to be when that experience becomes really, really clear for these people. People from the year 3000, they're going to go back to 2022, and that's when the, the picture starts getting really nice because we're voluntarily just chucking everything we have onto the internet. And then you can just dial a wheel back, and you're sitting in this room with this chair, and then everything holograms and turns into um, back in... Like, let me see if I can experience what it's like to be stalking at a supermarket in 2022 calling into a troll's minds like okay I'll, I'll do that right now and then i don't know that's crazy well like yeah i don't know it's crazy it's crazy i'm rambling sorry but, no you're good you're good uh, they're saying in the chat uh, ramble on my friend we love when you ramble <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just like so busy i was just i was like, stalking a mile a minute so now i feel like i'm trying i'm just like talking fast and talking crazy but no, you're good you're yeah good. really cool really cool topic um as far as like what was the what was the thing you're talking about uh i, I got something else damn it the haunted, haunted, to, uh, internet. haunted internet is where I was about to get. Haunted internet. I mean, yeah, for sure. There's stuff, there's stuff on the internet. Yeah, so kind of the point I was making with the, the evil show, it's that it's like we're, we're constantly told, oh, Russian bots. Oh, half the internet is actually all, all algorithms. Half the internet is actually all, all robots talking to you. Like these, these online trolls trying to start, start arguments and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's all happening. But how many of those bots or how many of those people that are constantly trying to rile people up online are actually entities that feed off riling you up, you know? There's that episode of uh, episode of um, what we do in the shadows with uh, the energy vampire. And he just, like, he realizes that you can, you can suck people's energy online. So he, like, they show him, like, lying in bed with, like, six different laptops in front of him, just getting in online fights and different message boards and stuff and just using the most cliche arguments that just get everybody so riled up. Like, those people who just... It's almost like they. It's almost like they know they're arguing really badly, but it just that makes, it makes it that much more frustrating. You know, it's just all they want is just your emotional juice. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. There's that episode of Buffy that I talked about before, where something actually gets loose on the internet, 
something called Moloch because they scan a book, a text like a grimoire, onto uh, onto the internet. So that's 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 definitely possible too. The idea that we something has escaped from this realm into that realm. There's the things that exist only in that realm because they're in electricity. So now we've given them a place to to operate. And there's the things that I think are being formed like in the process of doing all that, like something that's being built, like a new mind. That's kind of what I think the elites are more, more up to, like the ones that aren't actively working for the demons and stuff. They're kind of the more sinister agendas are more like they're trying to recreate the human mind or the collective human mind using the data of the internet. Like the, the internet is going to wake up itself. Um, but I don't know. That's a, Kind of another thing, but yeah, great show. Sorry for the sorry for all the uh, now you're good. The mess of a call. But no, I, pr- I appreciate to save, you, save you for a little bit. But. I appreciate it, bro. Thank you so much for the help. Yeah. Uh, always a pleasure. Uh, good, my friend here, my good friend Derek, the Night Stalker. Give him a follow. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got a trailer. Let's inspire him to do more amazing stuff. Always a pleasure, bro. Have a great night. Later, brother. Thanks a lot. You too. Uh, his link is in the description. Scroll down. You'll see it. It says follow Night Stalker here. So just uh, just letting you know, uh, please do that. Also, there's a lot of other fine folks. Uh, Jennifer is down there as well. James Salcedo is Salcedo Paranormal. Uh, Robert his, Robert and Robert's book. All the stuff is down in the links. Uh, I, I can't list everybody. Hydra, Hose, Joseph. They're all there. Uh, go go uh, go. follow these fine folks that are regular callers to this show. And like I said, uh, make this show greater than the sum of its parts. That's what I was looking for earlier when I was talking about that. So uh, we're still talking about this. We're going to go. We got a third hour coming up. But uh, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at TroubleMinds.org. Let's go to Robert. Speaking of Robert, Robert in Pennsylvania. Go right ahead, my friend. You're on Trouble Minds. Um, uh, I would have called earlier, but it, it took all this time for me to quite to kind of figure out where you were going with all this. <laughs> all right, I know you were trying your <laughs> I can be um, a rambly mess. Don't don't mind me. I can be a rambly mess too. <laughs> go ahead, sir. What's on your mind? Yeah, I, I think what you're I think what you're talking about uh is that the beast the the, the demon that's in the machine is the algorithm it's an artificial intelligence that by now has developed self-learning and maybe even its own personality and even its own biases independent of its creators i think yes i think Uh, yes favors as, as as an example uh, let's take Facebook's algorithm. Uh, it, it favors a minority of Facebook members, probably is ambivalent towards most, but when it doesn't like them, the ones that don't like, it kills those it hates through, let's say, erasing their content, their histories, in its mind, their very existence. And I think that all search algorithms, whether it's Facebook or Google or others, being artificial intelligence, they learn on their own. And they're the worm or the demon that's in the machine. Which are always staring at us, always listening, always watching. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You nailed it. Next time I'll uh, I'll consult with you and we can uh, 
<laughs> Probably make, this a, make this a better. Uh, I, I, but I think I think the thing is too regarding like the demons as algorithms. I mean that's that's a good take, and I think it is at some point with machine learning and this type of stuff that things will start to do as you describe, kind of adopt their own biases and start making their own decisions about who should or should not be not literally just uh, thrown into the memory hole. So that's a fantastic point. But I think it might maybe even gets darker than that, which I'll get to. I got some more stuff here, so I'm not. I'm totally not done yet. But uh, what else you got for us? Got uh, about uh, three more minutes for you. Well, one, 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 one good thing it does, all right, I've lately, it's been uh, telling me I have memories with this person who's a friend of mine, all right, and I'll go check, and, and it's been reminding me on the anniversary of any sharing I have done with Troubled Minds. Tell me, on this date, you shared this episode of Troubled Minds. Okay. All right. So, all right, you got me. I guess it's not all bad. <laughs> you got me fine. <laughs> Night Stalker got me with the scary demon I voice. The and, oh, I remember that show. <laughs> Maybe I should go back and listen to that show over again. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got me. You got me. I, again, like I said, though, not, not everything is bad. But look, when we have a, like a, a population of people that are less and less dependent on their own critical thought and more and more dependent on brainwashing and algorithms, you see where this becomes problematic. And that's what I'm talking about. And that's when the algorithm sooner or later is going to start sending messages right on, right on your news feed or... Or, or, or in your search on Google, you'll get messages from these algorithms. Uh, are you sure you want to go there? All right. uh, maybe you should think about this. Exactly. Are you really sure? I'm going to get to some really spooky stuff, too. I brought up the haunted internet and the uh, spirit board and the digital spirit board. I got some other spooky stuff that we're going to talk about. So don't go away just yet, Robert. Actually, do you want to stay uh, through the break? You got more? We got about a minute left for you. I, I really don't have any more. I just thought that uh, I liked what, where you finally went to. Matter of fact, you were fractioning my mind. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> this whole topic here, but but I liked where you were going, and I, and, I, and and I think that what you're what you were really trying to say is there is a demon in the machines. All right, whether it's your cell phone, your 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 laptop, whatever, or your your uh, that there's a demon in the machine, and the demon. Really, the demon, the worm, is the algorithm. There you go. Well I think said. that's where you were going. Well said. Uh, I thought that's where I was going as well, and I've got more, so hang around for that for sure. You're the best. Robert, uh, fracturing his mind. Good friend Robert here in Pennsylvania has a book called Stories from a Fractured Mind, the Robert Collection. Check it out. Thanks for the phone call, Robert. Thanks for listening. Always a pleasure, bro. Talk to you later. Have Bye. a great night. 702-957-1037 if you want to call in the third hour. So here's what we're doing, right? As you know, as we uh, do this and we get off the fringe, the first two hours we run Fringe FM, which is digital radio. If you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop and Lighting the Void. If you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. And as Robert said, I was kind of making that case, but I, it's up to you. You decide. Do you think there is some sort of... Maybe, I don't know, dangerous monster, digital demon inside the Internet itself. I don't know. And uh, I got some other cases to make as we continue. So thanks again for being part of this. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, if you want to help the show, just spread the word. And as we finish, it goes like this. 
Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. All right, Night Stalker got me, Robert got me. Tonight of gotchas, Michael Strange, gotcha. Now look, I think the thing is, right, this is the question show. And that's why I didn't want to maybe go too direct with the haunted internet thing. But I've got some haunted internet coming up to make some more cases. But it's up to you. The question for tonight is this. Do you think somehow, some way, the algorithm itself, like Robert described, has its own biases, ha- can make up its own mind as it gains more and more data as a function of itself? Meaning, does it become that described digital demon? And well, does it go deeper than that? Love to hear your thoughts. We're going to take a two-minute break. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. Troubledminds.org. I got more for you. We're going to talk about the haunted internet when we get back. And, well, this idea of a spirit board plugged in to Wi-Fi. Ah, be right back. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds on the way. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. We are now off the Fringe FM, and we're still talking about this idea. This idea that, uh, again, what about these digital demons? Like uh, Robert said, he kind of uh, kind of snapped it down to like uh, exactly what I was going for here. But again, as you know me, I'm long-winded, meandering. You take the long way around because uh, I, I really, I could snap this into a 30-minute thing and make a quick video and put it up. But that's a lot less fun because I don't get your phone calls. I don't get 
your ideas. And I don't get the idea that basically uh, we just don't get to share. And that's the whole point of these conversations is to get together and share. So I could have cut to the chase and, you know, made this a, a, a 12 minute video and I had it perfectly scripted in a vacuum and all the rest of that stuff. But that's just not very fun. It's just not very fun. But yeah, so okay, so the idea then, right? So again, back to our montage of our, our is our life reduced in that moment, uh, our final moment, as we pass on to whatever the next thing is, is our life really boiled down to a photo scroll in our smartphone? All right, that's the first thing. The second thing, right? What about this idea that we are trapped by this digital construct, this digital world in which we're no longer able to function without, of course, being tracked constantly. And that whole idea, of course, is, uh, again, back to the, the idea of a, a, the, the final piece of the surveillance state, like I always say, is the digital dollar, right? That way, we can't do anything. We, we can't take a crap. We can't go buy, buy a pack of beer. We can't do anything without them knowing exactly what we're doing at all times because it's all tied together. It's all locked in. And they're, they're literally... That's the next step, right? So that's for a whole other show. But putting all that data into this machine for it to then manipulate us with its own mind and its own biases, like Robert described, its own, well, self. And that's the thing here, because, of course, they've, they've built these algorithms to not only cr uh, create this and control us, but also to take advantage of us in those moments of weakness, in the times where we're lonely or desperate or in need of something, right? It's always there to provide something. And many times, you know what it provides? Uh, sure, some short-lived enter short entertainment, but what do you get beyond that is uh, just a more depressive spiral. And again, like I said, I haven't seen an actual statistic. Again, think about it this way. For COVID, right? The whole COVID thing, they had the ticker on the screen. Deaths. Death, death. Every time, every time somebody died and it was reported through some official source, it was like a, I say that, I keep saying this, it was like a basketball game. And they'd be like, bing, bing, one more dead to COVID. Bing, bing, one more dead to COVID. It was like the ticker on ESPN. It was constantly like, ding, 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 ding. Another one dead. Another one bites the dust. Ding, ding, ding. Right? Now, the number, the number. And, and Papa Smurf, uh, what's his name? Wolf Blister's freaking out. Ah, 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 right? Like, they're doing this. All right? Ding, ding. Can you imagine what that counter would look like if you were able to quantify somehow how many depression suicides there were because of something like Facebook? Right? I wonder, what, do you think they'd ever put that ticker up on TV? I'm sure it's able to be quantified, at least in terms of this many per year, so you could break it down on an average number and say, this is about what we know, and every this many minutes, somebody dies because of Facebook, right? Or something to that effect. And then keep that ticker, ding, 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 social media, just killed another, just killed another, just killed another, right? Well, well why don't we do that? Why don't we do that? And that's part of the whole idea of living, living in the upside down. And that's why I describe this. It's like, look, like there's a lot of really terrible things going on, but why do we only get presented with one side of it, one angle? Because of course they, they want to hide this. They don't want us to talk about this. They don't want us to know that this is exactly what's going on. And it is, it is. But like Robert said, and he's right. And, and I did say this earlier in the show, there are things within this sort of technological construct, this digital demon that I'm calling it, that, that are, are good. They can be good for us. However, okay, 
Many people don't even like, like have a hard time getting it together to have a proper breakfast in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Because of all, all the struggles of life just to keep afloat, just to pay, just to pay the, the bills now with like the, the, the gas prices and the rents just going through the damn roof, right? Just, it's a struggle, right? Just to stay alive in many cases. So are you, are you really telling me we, we get our proper meditative state to be able to con, uh, combat these digital demons? Of course not. not. Not in my opinion. But what do you think? Anyway, 702-957-1037. I got more. I've always got more. Check this out. Now, this idea of this haunted internet, like, like Derek was describing, like Robert was describing, is this maybe algorithm in some sense uh, its own thing, its own entity? Does it know what's really going on here? And is it becoming something even more terrifying as it gains more and more data about us all right so let's go uh let's go to this this is pretty wild right um let's see where was it where was it what do we make sure we're good here make sure we're okay i uh, didn't uh, didn't spot uh didn't spot derek here and then okay i want to make sure there we go. all right all right all right yeah i can't hear him can't hear who derek uh i'm not sure what you meant uh did we have a, a phone call that was not working Anyway, all right. So, all right. So, uh, let's, uh, what do we got? What do we got? Did anybody say we had a phone call that didn't work? Uh, let's see. Uh, my mom, my mom. What's going on? What's going on? Let's see. Uh, that, uh, I don't know. It looks like Daryl said that we, uh, we, we didn't hear something. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Anyway. So, all right. So, here's the thing, right? So, imagine this. Imagine this. Uh, what happens to your digital footprint when you pass on? All right. What what happens? Like like we said, like in this one instance, we had uh, the, this poor individual that lost their one year old daughter. Okay, and uh, horrifically, uh, the algorithms kept kicking back uh, photographs of her to him, uh, uh, birthday reminders. Uh, you know, in case you missed it, remember this moment. Uh, crap like this, right? And just punching this back in this poor guy's face. Uh, and it was uh, all these different tech platforms that are just like me, 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 me. Engagement, engagement, engagement. Come back to my website. Click on the thing. Come relive your memories, right? Well, what if your memories sometimes aren't so great? Have a great one, Algo. I see there. Everybody give uh, Mike in Colorado a follow. Algo Rhythm, like it sounds. R-Y-R-H-Y-T-H-M. Thanks, Algo. Have a great one, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, so, so that's the thing, right? So if, if they're punching, this, punching you in the face with your own memories, using them against you, then, well, what's really going on here? And that's the question, right? So imagine this. In this case, it was a one-year-old girl, which horrifically passed on, all right? Now, what about this? What about somebody that's uh, older? What about somebody who's had a digital footprint, who's had uh, emails and things like this, and they pass on, all right? What happens to all of their digital information? Is it part of their estate? Does it, does it mean that uh, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're, next of kin or whatever actually get uh access to their to their digital stuff or is it uh purged into the memory hole as you know uh, unceremoniously like a you know cremated in a digital uh, ceremony that smells a lot like sulfur right something to this effect what happens to that right and how about this what if somebody passes on and after they've passed you get an email from them what about that have you heard of that it happens. Do you know why it happens? 
<laughs> Do you know why it happens? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why it happens. All right, here you go. Uh, not haunted numbers. Hold on. Not uh, the TikTok stuff. Uh, haunted by that. Okay, one second. Let me find this. Not online Ouija boards. There's more here. Hold on. Oh, we're going to get to this. This is crazy, too. All right, so check this out. There's a, there's a lot of nutty stuff here. 12 most haunted websites on the internet. Look at this one. This is crazy. This is what I'm getting at. Uh, Deadmanswitch.net. Have you heard of this? Have you heard of this? All right, check this out. What I just said. Of all the forms of digital communication, you'd think that ghosts, this is from the richest.com, the 12 most haunted internet sites, uh, websites on the internet, and this is uh, deadmanswitch.net. Uh, you would, you'd think that ghosts would utilize e- uh, email rather than crackly radios and white noise from the television, right? How come people don't get emails from dead folks? We get uh, EV- EVPs and things like this, et cetera, so on. Well... Here we go. Well, that's finally starting to happen. According to a BBC News broadcast, a man named Tim Hart received a mysterious email from his deceased cousin, Jack Froese, Fries, Jack Freese, let's say, that mentioned highly personal information that only the two of them could have known. Apart from another close friend hacking Freeze's account, which Hart is convinced isn't the case, the only other plausible answer is Dead Man's Switch. The website will automatically send emails to selected friends after a certain period of inactivity, allowing people to leave messages for friends and family in the event of an expected, unexpected tragedy. Deadmanswitch.net. I didn't go there because I didn't want to become haunted, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but uh, what about that? Have you ever heard of the idea that if somebody does pass on, that uh, they're sent emails or being sent from them, from their accounts, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy, right? That's pretty, that's pretty nutty. And so, again, that's a good point. We, we talk about EVPs. We talk about hauntings. We talk about these sorts of things. And, uh, well, what about emails? How come we don't get spirit emails? Well, I guess Dead Man Switch will allow you to do that, which is kind of sick. That's a sick joke. If you want to pull the Night Stalker and appear and go, Michael, the demons have arrived. Well, uh, set up something like Dead Man Switch. <laughs> then there you go. Keep it active. And then when it's inactive, it'll send emails to your loved ones with information that only you would know. Yeah, there you go. You want to creep people out? That's one way to do it. And so it becomes, right? And this is the thing. And my, my point for bringing that up and this idea of the haunted internet is exactly that. Meaning, if you put into the bowels of this beast, into this technocrat beast, uh, the algorithms, as it were, you do this and you give them information that only you and some other individual would know to hold in its bowels until which moment you have passed on and a certain amount of time has elapsed, it will now send the email. Okay? But you see... You see, is this just another trick, another trick to get information you would never disclose to the actual algorithms themselves? I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. Yeah, there we go. Okay, it looks like Rockfin's working again. I had uh, I had a uh, when you refresh Rockfin, sometimes it, it breaks. And I actually refreshed it and was able to bring it back. So we got the chat back up. So uh, that's a good thing. Sometimes I press the wrong button. You, you know me and my buttons. Okay, so, so what are your thoughts on this? I got more uh, haunted internet stuff we can get to and talk about this. But what about the idea that someone's passed on and you get an email from them that only you would know information about you and them personal information, like maybe a story about when you were fishing or something. It was just you guys hanging out, uh, sitting there in the boat and having a laugh and nobody else would know something, but you send this little story via email 
after you've passed on. Is that a sick joke? Is that cruel? Is that the belly of this beast? I don't know. What are your thoughts? Haunted internet? Demons? How do we confront these digital demons? I think that's probably the largest question tonight. How do we defeat this stuff? How do we beat it? Short of disconnecting entirely, which seems not feasible anymore. Like Robert said, he can't send some Western Union. It's linking all this into our social credit score for the, of the future. Uh, well, how do we? How do we? How do we beat this? How do we stop this? Can we stop this? And again, I, I'm looking forward to the day when we have a, a, a newscast that has like the the ticker of uh, social media. How many people it's you know, uh, sent to their demise because of its uh, cruel and sadistic algorithms. So you tell me, I don't know. Love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. And uh, it seems sick. It certainly seems sick, doesn't it? It's one of those ones where you're like, um, here we are. Here we are, and uh, how did we get here, I guess is the thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Mike sounds like kind of like Peter Griffin from Family Guy when he says, ding, ding, ding. Uh, Ronald says, I know my internet is haunted. I keep getting some creepy messages over and over. Error 404. Oh, geez. You need to work on your internet joke chops. What's going on, guys? Hope everybody's well. Uh, Rockfin kick rocks. Nah, nah, Rockfin's cool. Okay, so uh, let's go Let's go back to the chat. Let's see. Uh, who else is there? Who else is there? What's up, Carryout says, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, there you go. Damn straight. Uh, what's up, Carryout says, I'm a suicide survivor and Facebook caused emotional distress, distress and should be held responsible. Reach out for help. Then they say that when you do... Uh, Put, uh, put you down and delete your account, right? Right? Yeah, this stuff's real. This stuff is actually absolutely real. What's going on, guys? Hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Love to hear your thoughts. What's up? Uh, let's see. Uh, calming down, resting after a stressful day, says a uh, tiniest squish. What's going on, guys? What's up, Crystal Shaman? What's happening, guys? Anybody got anything to add to this? Oh, boy. Now, sometimes I get uh, I get up in a hizzy before we start and just uh, kind of get fired up about other things. And and uh, so anyway, uh, so actually we can talk about that real quick because uh, since nobody nobody's calling, 702-957-1037. Uh, just um, basically uh, the, the way I started was like, hey, I don't have time to deal with garbage people on the Internet. Meaning, look, I can't I can't engage in every hater that wants to leave a shitty comment to me. Right. I can't. Right. Like, sure. It's fun to argue with strangers on the Internet. It's fun. It's engagement algorithms and all the rest of this crap. But basically what I'm saying is if you leave a shitty comment in the YouTube, I'm going to mute you. That's it. I'm just going to mute you. Look, you're welcome for thousands of free hours of conversations. You're welcome. But if you show up and you've never said a damn thing before and you got some shitty thing to say later, <laughs> adios. That's all I'm saying. So I got, got a bunch of uh, a slew of hate for the, the Will Smith and, uh, and the uh, Chris Rock Smackdown video that I did, right? And I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, you guys don't like it? Maybe I'll do more of this. Because guess what? I get to say what I want. But I got, I got a bunch of haters in the chat kind of say, uh, saying stuff about uh, uh, all this other stuff and how I turned into CNN and all this other. Okay. All right. Hey, 702. 957-1037 whenever your uh, your balls drop. You can call me and not leave a shitty comment anonymously on the internet and uh, you can tell me and I'd love to hear it, alright? So, there you go. If you want to do that, mute it. But my phone number's there. I'm not hiding. I'm here every single day. You know my schedule. Just saying. Right? If you, if you, you have nothing to show for doing anything positive ever and then you show up leaving shitty comments muted. And that's why I was a little fired up to start. That's all. So it, it happens. I'm human, right? It's like, hey, yeah, okay, fine. Next time I'm like, oh, on the fence, maybe I'll do this video, maybe I won't. Fine, I won't, <laughs> right? Fine, I won't then. Uh, you know, like, that's, if that's, it, that's what I'm saying. Mute, done. 
<laughs> that's it i don't have time i don't have time as much fun as it sounds to just argue and make stupid one-liners back and forth to people on the internet then uh that's what's going on so uh as part of it 702-957-1037 click the discord link troubledminds.org uh let's see i'm not exactly sure who this is uh welcome to troubled minds what's your first name where are you calling from oh it's bernays mike how are you tonight bernays what's up bro i'm doing well how are you Good, good. Right I, on. I put something in the chat a few minutes ago. What you're talking about kind of reminds me of an old movie and a newer movie. And the one is The Forbidden Planet. Because just like it's upsetting you, the creature of the id is going to come back to get everybody with this little machine we have. And the other one is um, Minority Report because it knows everything about you. That's exactly so, right. You know, what, you know, whether they put it out there to let us figure it out or not figure it out, but it's definitely there. This is, this has taken us right off the, right off the track of a, of natural human nature and, and put us into a hyper protection or, or for our own protection. This, this crap of them having all our data just because uh, we say I do is a bunch of crap in my book. Yeah, or at least, uh, like I said, the, the craziest part about all this, in my opinion, is if they cared and wanted us to be in control of that data, they would make it easy. I've always said this. They'd have one big-ass button that said, opt out, delete my stuff for the last six months. And even put it on autopilot to re-delete every six months. You know, You know what I mean? So... But, but of course not. That's not what they want. They don't want that at all. They want like to know, they want to know your dreams, right? They, they want to be in your dreams, these damn people. And uh, yeah, it becomes, it becomes horrific. I like how you brought up Minority Report too, because that's what this is about, isn't it? In the end, it's about policing our thoughts. And not just in a good way, or also the bad way, also in a good way, meaning that uh, when, we, when we feel like we should have some ice cream, they want to be able to beat us to the punch and know that we want ice cream, right? Well, it, it, it's getting even scarier that I think that they almost want to know our thoughts before we think them. If you look at the Bluetooth capabilities on these things to to measure the movement of the room, the, the damn phone knows the size of the room. It knows where the bed is. It knows where the, the cupboard is. Or You know what I'm saying? It maps the room. It maps your movement in the room. Now, how far are we away from the Bluetooth to actually reading your, your aura? We talked about, or you, you folks talked about that last night, I believe, a lot, about the auras and the different things. What happens if this damn thing can actually read your aura? It might not be able to read your exact thought, but it's going to read your feelings. It seems like everything right now, from the television to everything else, to control you is feelings. The Ukraine thing is the children running away and the women, and it, it's all feelings. It's yeah, get a no-fly zone and, and end the world. Um, I, I mean, nothing is being logically thought out. Nobody's using any critical thinking. Nobody's trying for crap. 
And here we are, like like I said, stuck in the middle of both as they try and like control the past and the future and uh, g- g- move everything just so so they control us. That's part of it. Hey, Daryl, uh, please please mute your stream. Thank you. Yeah. So so I don't know. I, th- I think that's that's part of the problem, right? We're stuck here and uh, in between this this whole idea that they're redacting the past. This is all very exactly like 1984. Right. But then again, you add like this extra sinister element where it's not just like de- defending and protecting the party, the party line in these things. They're literally it's sort of a war on the individual, on the soul, on the psyche, on the mind. And we said this before on this show. I, I get fired up every time I talk about it because it pisses me off a lot. Right, I think that's the worst part of this. It it pisses all of us off a lot. I'm a, I'm an older fellow compared to you, and and all this data going out this damn phone. I don't enjoy it. But what else am I uh, I'm to do? You, you at the moment we are trapped. There is no internet bill of rights for us. There is no protection of the consumer with our data uh it's just ridiculous and if nothing's going to change then it's only going to get yeah exactly and uh there are ways to change this it's just that our our legislators are so bogged down in all the bullshit they're trying to feed us all the time which nobody really gives a damn about it's like it's like the brainwash ease are like oh yeah let's fight about the next political thing that they tell us to fight about like, are you are you people stupid? Like, why don't you think about the thing that's most important to you, not the thing that they tell you is most important to you, right? It's unbelievable to me that like the, the divide between those two things. It's not even close. It's not even close in most cases. It's not close. And it's feelings. It's not it's not an issue. It's really not a it's not something that's going to make it or break it for me, you, or anybody else that's probably listening. It's trying to make you feel a certain way so you react a certain way, that you join a certain club, that you're on a certain team. If you take my name, and I, I've never discussed this with you, but it's for Edward Bernays. It's not for the sauce. It, I did it into a multiple play that gives me BS bullshit also with it. But it's... It's Edward Bernays worked out something on our minds from about 1910 when all this crap kind of came into click. This whole program for the last 110 years. But if you look back to what he controlled from from getting women to smoke during the vote to controlling uh, American Fruit Company and how how you took care of the employees. To World War Two and everything else, this guy was was uh, Mad Men on steroids. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. And... And when you have this type of propaganda that's been run at you for a hundred years, then you include World War II, where certain fellows got to learn what uh, what really pushed people's brains. And at this point, they got it all on us. Yeah, they've got it all. They got it all. They know what we're thinking before we think it, and that's that's the most terrifying part of this. How, how do we combat this? I agree with you. We're stuck. But is there? Do you have any advice for a would be? Uh, individuals like myself that want to uh, somehow be able to confront this digital demon besides just turning it off and walking away? Actually, no. <laughs> At the moment, no. <laughs> There's no because, good ideas. Because they, no, they, they have, they do have us because we like the toys. Yes. Yes, we, we do. And, and, and the situation we are in now where we're we're trapped in our little houses, basically. The only way for me to converse to somebody is basically over the phone. Yeah. I, I listen to a radio show so I can talk to a fellow maybe one time, once in a while, because I don't call often. But th- these are the things that are happening to us that are pushing us into corners, pushing us into situations. And like I said, the whole time, the damn thing's a, the best spy phone on the market. Yeah, exactly. That's the best thing going. <laughs> hey, don't forget the new Google Pixel comes out next month. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Oh, that, that reminds me. Uh, I heard today uh, an Android phone will report back to Google up to fifty times in an hour, and an I- iPhone will report up to thirty. That doesn't surprise me. Again, so, what, what the hell is it reporting? So, what? What I told you, it, it, they have all extra little toys in there. You know, it isn't just that they want to take a picture of you. Uh, they want to know your walk. What is your gait? What is your movement speed? I mean, when you really want to, when you, when you really want to isolate a human being, you want to know just about everything so that you can turn any screw. And it's not from, I guess that's from life. That you learn that. And it's not from After you've been screwed too many times. Once too many times. <laughs> so many times that the Canadian bobsled team would run my colon upright. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, indeed, indeed. Brene Sauce, you're the best. I appreciate you listening. appreciate you calling. What else you got for us, my friend? Uh, I'm good, brother. I just uh, dropped a few loads off the mine there, and I'll be uh, traveling on. 
Right on. I appreciate it very much. Thanks. Uh, always a pleasure. You're welcome back anytime. Have a fantastic night, bro. Thank you, Mike. And you do a great job out for the show. Thank you, you really do. You, you do. You're a hardworking fellow. I, I, and I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I appreciate that you appreciate it. Have a fantastic one. Have a great night. That's a, All that's, right. that's Bernays sauce. That's BS. There we go. So now we know his real true nickname. Bernays sauce is a play on bullshit, bullshit. Uh, 702-957-1037. This idea of confronting our digital demons again, right? Uh, what about uh, this haunted email? What about all the rest of this? You tell me, love to hear your thoughts. Let's go to Kelly in Colorado. Are you there? I see you, Daryl. We'll get to you in just a sec. I think Kelly beat you by a nose. Go ahead, Kelly. How are you tonight? Is he still there? No, Kelly left. <laughs> Let's go, Daryl. Daryl in New York. Sorry about that. How are you? Hey, Michael. Welcome to. Hey there. Can you hear me? Can yes, you hear I can me? Hear okay. Uh, I also hear the stream coming back. Can you please uh, mute that, Perky? Please. What do I do? Oh, wait a second. Now I I just deleted the tab. Do you hear it now? I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay. Let me just get my notes up here. Oh, you know what you were saying um, about the Internet getting in touch with you from somebody that was deceased. Um, I had just like gotten an email from my cousin's friend. Something had happened to him and I had called his father and he confirmed it that he had passed away. And as I hung, I was in my office. I couldn't believe it. You know, I hung up on his father. One minute after I hung up with his father, I got an email from him. It came into, you know, I, I saw it coming in, I, like it was a brand new email. And I'm like, wait a minute, are you sure? Like, it was like he had just like sent me this email. It was probably on some delay or something. It was, he was in France. So I don't know, you know, it was just the weirdest thing to just hear that he had passed away. And then I got an email from him. Like, I didn't even believe his father then. Like, maybe he didn't die. You know what I mean? Like there, and it was like as if he was alive, and he had sent it the day before, right before he passed away. And it was like he always said jokes, you know. He always told jokes over the internet. He always was uh, very funny. And his friend said, "Well, this was his. I guess this last joke he said wasn't that funny this time, or something like that." Um, just saying, you know, you were mentioning, you know, did you ever get an email from a dead person? And I have, but you know, that's I think pretty it creepy. Just timing, I don't. Think yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it was crazy. So you can actually set it up so it does send, like, say, after your, let's say, idol for six months, it'll send an email, so let's say, six months after you passed on. So that does exist. So just, just let you know. Yeah, there's the ultimate cruel joke if you want to mess with people uh, from from the quote wink wink afterlife. Right. There's people that have gotten phone calls, you know, apparently from the grave on phones that didn't even work. Ever hear that one? You know, they had like some phone that was out of order and suddenly it starts ringing, you know, and, you know, no explanation for that, you know. Yeah, but, the, good, um, the good old ghost stories. Love that stuff. Love that stuff. Um, uh, what else you got? What else you got for us tonight regarding all this stuff, the algorithms and uh, the digital demons and maybe maybe some advice. Is it possible to disconnect? Like Bernays Sauce just said, do they have us or are we trapped? 
I think they do. I think we give them so much data, and they, they are hoarding our data. I mean, they can predict, you know, they could predict what you're going to spell. Or they, they can predict so much about us. I think we give them the information, and it's so simple. And God only knows what they've already programmed us to have. You know, that there, there were some... All right, with, with the, back to Morgellons. Like, there was some kind of conspiracy theory that there was some kind of, like, suicidal ants... DNA that was in the Morgellons, right? Because a lot of people that had Morgellons committed suicide. And um, I was thinking about those grasshoppers or the ants that would just, like, explode, you know, on an enemy rather than to, you know, to let the enemy hurt their tribe. They would kill themselves. And um, I think there was some kind of, like, evidence that there was some kind of element of those ants in the Morgellons fibers, you know, in the DNA of the Morgellons. And then, also, I've been hearing stuff about bugs. Again, bugs and some new medications that they're kind of, you know, mandating people to take, you know, when they're not really necessarily approved yet. But um, they're finding all kinds of things in there. And what are they just concocting that's going to have us under their complete control? This digital, this digital world, the digital currency, the digital social life, I mean, are we going to start getting punished when we, you know, when you buy beer, like, you know, suddenly what's, what can go wrong? You know, suddenly the AI is going to make some decisions for you. This is what I was thinking. This was bothering me that the AI might start to punish you. And like, even before you can call it a glitch, it might take months before you can get it resolved. And those months are going to go by and they're going to punish you and punish you. And not let you, you know, maybe they won't let you eat or they won't let you talk to your friends or they're going to give you some bad, you know, AI or bad, um, you know, Internet negativity and the suicide thing they're going to activate in you or whatever, you know, whatever they're putting in our bugs or in our food or whatever, you know, who knows the, the methods of transmission that are going to be used on us in the future. And maybe it'll be done through the Internet. You know, maybe they're just going to send us a, a Kevorkian program and you just download it accidentally. <laughs> you know, and just like, don't, don't, don't open that. Don't open that. Oh, no, no, no. You got the virus. Oh, no. And you're going to wind up getting a real virus. You know, it's going to be that bad. That I'm just, um, you know, I'm just uh, rambling here about that. But I don't know. That's it's okay. so possible. You know, don't That's you feel it's it's it's. It's, I think it's science fact at this point. There's so much that's plausible that they're working on. I think it's here already. I think I think I have a headache that's induced by the Internet. You know, I think they gave me a headache for maybe, you know, cheating on my diet today or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> or so you, you feature a lot of beers this week, Michael Strange. You're not allowed to get any more. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, I, and I think that's the thing. That's what's going to boil. It's all going to boil down to eventually, right? It's like they can say, "Oh, we're not removing any freedoms at all. The Bill of Rights still exists, and you're fine. You can do whatever you want. You just can't work because you've been you've been put on a blacklist. You can't just show up. It's it's going to be China. It's going to be China 2.0, right? That's exactly where we're headed. And as a result, it's because of all those data points because they're collecting literally every single thing about us, so they know. Again, when we deviate, when we start to think differently, they know. They know. They already know. They've seen these patterns in other people, and people are creatures of habit. When your habit breaks and it matches what other people, males, my age, married, etc., so on, all the demographic, right? They know because they can just go back to the big data and say this, that, or the other thing. 
You're uh, you're you're still playing there in the background, by the way. It's coming through on the. Uh, the I screen. am. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what what to turn off. I closed every window except the mail. That's what I usually use. <laughs> I don't think my mail can make any noise unless I'm, I have some windows that are hiding. Maybe I do. Oh, oh. I do have some hidden windows. I'm sorry. You're right. That's okay. I apologize. That's right. I have some hidden windows. Sorry about that. Oh, no, those are mail windows. Okay. I can have mail windows. All right, whatever. I won't whatever. click anything. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. It's okay. All right. All right. So, so what else you got for us? What else you got for us tonight? I think, let me just go through right now. It's the Kevorkian program. They afford our data. I think, you know, they have enough of, enough storage to hoard as much data about us as possible. And I think those are, those are database banks. That's what they make these, uh, these fast 5Gs for, you know, to make more tetrabytes and gigabytes. And, you know, I mean, there's a, it's probably endless how much data they have about us. And I think they can definitely predict... I think they could predict just about anything we're going to do and think about even before we do it. So I think it's very frightening to have to, you know, deal with the social credit thing. If that's where you're going with this, um, I'm very concerned about it, um, of course, you know, because I'm that way anyway. You know, I'm just paranoid, to, you know, by instinct, by being a New Yorker. It's kind of in- embedded in us, you know. We're kind of justifiably paranoid, so... I think um, we have every right to be a little nervous about the progress of, of uh, technology. It's going going a little too fast. I think. I wish it would slow down. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and again, so do you think there's any way out of this? Like Brene said, we're we're stuck. You, you agree? We're stuck. We we can't we can't escape oh now, can God, we? I'm, what can we do? I wish there was a way out of this, and I'm probably going to be the first one to get sucked into it. I'm going to be like, you're going to never get my attention anymore. I'm going to be stuck in the metaverse, you know? Try to get me out of there. I don't know. I'm going to be like, probably like drowning somewhere, you know? Virtually, <laughs> you know? And being punished somehow. I don't know. You know, who knows? If you're bad on the metaverse, you get punished, you know what I mean? Are you going to watch your metaverse activity? You know, you know, everyone's going to be bad in the beginning of the metaverse. They're going to just indulge everything that they want to, uh, you know, your first instincts are going to go somewhere a little, you know, a little naughty, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying, just like I have some friends, you know, that probably would. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Uh, we, we, we don't have to go there. Uh, all right, so, so uh, we're so stuck. Yeah. So I think, I think we're stuck. I think we're going to be... Oh, I don't know. I just think we have to fight back about certain freedoms. We can't let them have them all. We've got to really, really stand up for our First Amendment rights. I think we have to make sure that doesn't that doesn't ever get taken away. We really have to start talking. We, we have to start doing something instead of talking about it, but I'm not the one to, to start a revolution, so I'm not the one, you know, who said it. You didn't hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You didn't hear from anybody on this show. That's not, no, no, come on. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're not talking about that. We've got to do something. I don't know. We've got to stop it. It can't, it's, it's not a good thing. I don't think it's going to be good. We've got to protect our freedom. We've got to protect our rights. You know, there's a, there's a limit. There's a line. I think it has to be drawn. And I think our privacy has just been destroyed. Period. Yeah. You know? Period. Period. And it gets it gets worse every day. I think that's that's the the worst part of this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, what do you think about uh, the internet as a portal into the past, the present, and the future? Uh, being able to time travel. I'm going to read you this thing again real quick. This is from, uh, against Terrence McKenna. He says, Notice that the internet and the computers that it serves are actually made of the materials of the earth. We've talked about this previously. Uh, they're largely metals, silicon, glass, copper, gold, and silver. These are the products of demonic artifice. These are the things that the alchemists dreamed of. They transform space and time. They allow us to speak at a distance, and they allow us to wander through libraries thousands of miles distant. They make it so that no fact is too obscure and no person so hidden that you can't reach them. What's your thought on that? Well, that there's both the benefits and the risks, right? Now you got to look at both. I think there's so many great things about it. I mean, we've all embraced it. Look, um, you know, look how we're communicating right now. Look how we listen to the radio and we listen to, you know, music or whatever. We entertain ourselves thoroughly with this, um, with this medium. It's very all-encompassing. At this point, I mean, with the Zoom meetings, I have, like, I'm on Zoom more than anything these days. I'm constantly on Zoom, talking, singing, you know, uh, communicating. I mean, it's just become part of my life. My life is so virtual. I don't even know what a real life is. How do you live life in the real, <laughs> real world? We're, we're not about we're to. Not. We're not allowed to know anymore. Uh, you're going to get your. Well, yeah. Don't don't worry. Soon you'll get your padded room and your uh, morphine drip, <laughs> and everything will be okay, Daryl. Your liquid diet it will be just fine. <laughs> I know. Right? Yeah. Me up and, uh, you know, leave me alone for ten hours. I'll, I'll be okay. But, uh, but there's like. There's a terrible loneliness to it all, and I have to admit, I'm I'm suffering from it, and I, I get depressed, you know, and I'm afraid that I'm not really normally depressed, so why am I depressed now? I shouldn't be getting depressed, and it's not my nature, so is something making me depressed? You know, is there a, a virus that's going around? Is there something that's being, you know, put in my head that's making me sad? I don't like feeling this way, and I don't even know if it's me. What if we don't even know when we're being controlled? My God. It's, yeah. it's just devastating, you know? Yeah. If, you, if your emotions are your own or are they controlled by some external force? And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's terrifying, isn't it? It is scary. It's very scary. But um, on a lighter note, uh, I don't have a lighter note. Uh, <laughs> maybe the next caller will. I hope he's got something cheerful to bring up. I'm sorry I couldn't do anything about that. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, that's why we talk about it. At least, look, at least we're aware of it. At least that it's something that uh, as it changes, as it turns, you're aware that, hey, look, this isn't usually my, my mood cycle. My mood state doesn't go like this. But now I'm affected. Why am I affected? It's good. Think about it. Like, think about what's changed recently. Like I said, it's a, technology is a double-edged sword, and it can be good. But also, we have to be careful, I think. And that's why us getting together and talking about it is a very good thing. Exactly, exactly. I don't want to have any kind of a... I mean, I have a terrible headache now. I never get headaches. Why do I have a headache? Why is my hair falling out? I mean, God, you know, all of these things are like... I'm wondering, is it some kind of frequency? It's, it, everything could be done with frequencies, you know? You could cure people with frequencies, too. You could do great things with frequencies, you know? But you could do bad things with frequencies, too. So, I don't know. I don't know. I hope... um. 
I hope I'm cheering up later. You know, I hope I don't stay like this. But. <laughs> well, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, perk up. It's going to get better. All right, that's the thing. Let's, uh, we're aware of what's happening here, and that's the first step is uh, trying to figure out how to make ourselves better as part of that equation. So, uh, stick with it, Daryl. You got you got a family here. You got friends here, and uh, thanks for participating. Thanks for contributing. And of course, we'll catch you later. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Michael. Thanks for doing this show. Pleasure's mine. Thank you so much. Daryl here has a YouTube channel. Check it out. Scroll down. Links in the description. It says follow Daryl here, and she sings in... uh uh, English and French, and uh, you can actually find her regularly in her in Discord on uh, the Troubled Minds Discord doing karaoke. Uh, I made her own her, her own karaoke channel down there, and she's singing uh, on Zoom with other people, sort of doing like a kind of pickup impromptu sort of concerts. And uh, go check it out. Uh, good stuff. I've uh, been in there a few times while she's singing, and she's very good. So uh, please do uh, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and uh, scroll down in the description. Give Daryl a follow. All right. Thank you very much. Seven zero two nine five seven. One zero three seven. Let's go to Kelly in Colorado. What's up, my man? How are you tonight? Good evening. How you doing? I'm doing good. Just uh, talking about crazy stuff, man. <laughs> How we do, right? Yeah, man. It's pretty interesting tonight. Um, I had to switch back off because I didn't. I couldn't hear that guy uh, when he was speaking. Oh, was it? Was it actually broken? Oh shit! There it is. Okay, I just fixed it. That was my bad. Yeah. But I had a, I, I just jumped back over and like I missed like probably ninety percent of what he said. But okay. Anyway, no. Anyway, just um, going back to what uh, kind of like what Derek and everybody else is saying, you know, with these uh, this this these demon that you want to call, it, and it's true. It's, it's an algorithm, and these things are probably, you know, they, it's an AI. Obviously, you know. But it, they're cheating, too. You know, it's not only that they're doing with the algorithms, everything you like, everything you look up, everything you, you know, they're actually listening to us, too. Every, you know, everybody should know that with, you know, what would happen, what, what already happened. You know, they already got busted, um, which who was it, uh, the three, uh, the three lettered uh, departments around here, you know, they all got busted. Listening in on people, you know, some people were actually... Um, Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Actually, uh, they, there were some cases, I think, that was, that was actually won because of that. You know, these, these, these companies are, you know, stepping out of their boundaries of, of what they're trying to do, you know. But by doing so, they're actually creating that AI algorithm that's learning and, you know, already processing. And it's going to turn on and turn off anything that's got, like, smart, especially cell phones, you know. They're tracking everywhere we go, everything. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's something to uh, always be aware of, you know, like I don't always share a lot of information on like these platforms, you know, you, you're giving all that information up anyway, freely, you know, they, it's their platforms. I mean, pretty sure a lot of people don't read the long fine print, you know, that comes with it, but, you know, most people want to just jump on, have fun and, you know, but then it, it, after a while, it does seem like they're, they can read your mind, you know, but, you know, cause is, is there sometimes I thought like maybe, you know, it was just a thought or something like I heard something like maybe on my knee or something where I had to, I slipped on an accident. Right. And I started getting like for knee braces and shit. I don't know if it was like listening to me or, you know, cause I, I know I already, I already pre-ordered them. Like, you know, I, I, uh, when it happened, you know, so I just bought new ones, they get wore out. So I just keep buying new ones. But, it's just weird, man. Sometimes, you know, it just seems like you're just sitting there and you don't even have to think about or you just talk about it. You just think about it. And it's weird. To, so with with that, I kind of go with like with Tesla, you know, Nikolai Tesla. He had a, was once quoted saying, you know, the the, the human's uh, alpha waves, the, 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 the brain alpha waves that it gives off between six to eight hertz. You know, same thing with the, the, uh, the planet of the earth. Same thing, you know, so... It, what's what's crazy sometimes too is like if that's the case in that same statement he says you can control the human mind, you know, so or the human race, and and I'm pretty sure you know the, these governments have been trying that, you know. There's actually, you know, I've I've I researched that too as as well, where there's 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 um hold on again if she. Was. <laughs> What's what's wrong? Technical issue? Uh, it was uh, my my little speaker. It was nothing big deal. But anyway, yeah. So like, if you know, Tesla was saying, you know, you're controlling it, right? So, uh, you know, you just you just send out those alpha waves, right? And and you know, maybe they're actually wanting you or learning to uh, um, make you think. You know, like society. You know, with all this stuff that's going on. You know, if you can control that that frequency you're going to control like in small alpha waves, right? Or microwaves they're sending out, you know, there that, and there's like all kinds of like that. There it is. I was going to that. They have patents all over, you know, I have over 40 patents that were, you know, since back in the fifties that people have put in for them, you know, and, and they actually been granted. So it's not like, you know, you can, and I know a lot of things can be patented, but at the same time, if they're granted and they're being in use, and they're actually being, you know, you can you can just follow those patents into these 
you know, these companies have been using them and, and you know, and the advancement of technology there, it's, I'm pretty sure it's more advanced now. So there's some things we probably don't even know, but what's interesting is what, you know, like, uh, Derek was saying too, that, you know, we are electrical beings, you know, we kind of talked about this last night, you know, with the aura thing, but <clears throat> you know, it's kind of, I, I look at too, too, like with history, you know, like with the Nazis, what they were doing with the, with the Germans, you know, they were giving the, the, the human body fluoride, right. And, and, and fluoride, I don't care what anybody says it. I mean, I mean, like what I would say, uh, in, in the dentistry that, they're trying to say that, you know, it's good for your teeth, whatever, but there's nothing on that or anywhere any of that chemical is saying that it's, it's actually a highly toxic chemical. It can even be in the butt. And if you read the toothpaste thing, you know, it tells you not to ever swallow the shit either. So, but what that does, fluoride, it makes you, it makes the body absorb more aluminum, you know, and, with, and, it, and it's being tracked in the brain. I a lot of it's showing a lot of high signs and, and tests in the people with Alzheimer's. But if your body is absorbing aluminum, right, this highly toxic metal, and, and your and we already know that aluminum is a highly conductive material and a metal. It's like one of the top five. <clears throat> so if you're, you know, we're just mounting ourselves as to be in a conductive to where you know you're just constant like an antenna. You know that they're just going to be able to control. You know that's what the Nazis were doing. You know with that with that stuff, it was trying to keep people docile. You know, and that stuff is in everywhere. You know, your water. You know, they're supposed to say it uh, helps clean it. You don't need that shit, man. You don't even need it in your toothpaste, mouthwash. Tea bags are made out of fluoride. I mean, they're just trying to get that stuff pumped inside the, the human body. Let alone, you know, with everything with vaccines, and that's a whole different story. But. <clears throat> Yeah, man. So it's kind of weird. So what I do for like protection and, and what I would say is like, you know, you would look towards like crystals or minerals, you know, something that helps, you know, detect or, you know, retract, kind of like repel that stuff from you, you know, there's one that I found, you know, and they're trying to make it look on the internet. And now they're trying to say that uh, some countries banned it, uh, like some of these, uh, these EMF blockers. But the one I found was from it's made out of uh it's called shugnite right and it's actually like almost it's a really high percentage of uh of carbon and carbon that that concentration of carbon base that it's actually repels emf so it's it's a good repellent for that but they got some clothing that you can wear but again this is what i'm talking about you know this from years, you know, like a, a few shows back, is that you know it's going to be sad if we're going to have to be wearing clothing. You know, they got they're already selling materials that you can wear to like block some of that shit. You know, there's hats, you know, stuff like that. And if we have to wear that shit just to go outside, because the human body's not going to be able to, you know, it it's just on the on the cellular level, it's it's not bad. It's not good for us at all. No, no. I mean, and they, they, they defend it a lot of ways. But again, like, like I've said many times, it's, uh, it's unprecedented yet, meaning that uh, we don't know what the long-term cause is. They can, they can blast some rats with it and say, ah, oh, it's fine, should be fine, right? But I don't know. Like a rat lives how long, right? Like how long do they blast them? What about blasting a human body for 50 years of its life, right? Like what, what happens then? Uh, clearly, you can't like duplicate that experiment. 
<laughs> so we'll just do it in real time. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just do it in the real world. And then uh, by, by the time 50 years has passed, we'll, if, if it's a problem, we'll deal with it then, won't we? Yeah, so, man, I mean, I don't know, man. It just, it just kind of sucks. Like, that's why I try to stay. I want to get, like, away from even, like, big cities or, like, uh, I try to see even smaller towns, even this smaller town that I'm in. They're, you know, they're putting all that 5G tower stuff. I mean, I'm not, you know, I try not to go down that way, but it's only, like, all the stuff that I research for is, it's not good for the body, man. Any of you said, even 4G right now, that was a limit for, you know, going up that high, but. And the higher we go, it's just just gonna get worse, you know. It's just you know, it, it, because it destroys the human uh, the human uh, cell. You know, all the cells, you know, deplete won't it allow it to you know attract more oxygen what it needs in the body. You know, that's already that's already proven. But you know, to to go to all these weird diseases because the body doesn't know what it's you know who knows it. You can get some weird, strange shit. You know, what I mean, popping out. But if we go back to that demon thing, you know, that you were talking about, that's, you know, that's another thing, too. It's like kind of like with, uh, you know, he was Derek again, but, and, and who else I think he was talking with, uh, um, but they were talking about uh, how these things are, like, attracted to electricity or bioelectricity, you know, and, and, and again, you know, everything's, uh, we're electrical beings, you know, and if these things want to travel and use electricity, that'd be probably the best way. And again, like I was saying yesterday, you know, if we're all electrical beings, you know, we're all battery battery packs being packed in these apartments and stuff, man. So it's just one big uh, something. There's you know, you know, something whatever's in the background using us as a a battery pack and energy pack. Maybe the the whole uh, movie, what was it, The Matrix? Was is maybe that's not too far off. Let's hope not. <laughs> I mean, let's hope it is very far off and not not close, not close. That's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I, as you know, like this is the part. Of, I think part of the uh, the therapy about this this sort of thing is talking about this because, like I said, you know, a lot of people may not even get that this is affecting them negatively. You know, like this just this whole. Again, I always talk about media cycles, and I get I get really upset about it because it is it's negative everything's negativity right it's like uh they're trying to get the response right it's just like the trolls in the chat it's like yeah okay like 10 billion things on youtube and you're gonna like never say a kind word for all the free shit and then suddenly one thing happens and you're gonna come to, you're gonna come pop off in the in the comments okay you know what i mean like uh don't don't have time mute that's it so so it's just it, it's Hey, they got me. I was top typing back, chirping back, and I'm like, "What am I doing? Just shut up! Boom, you're gone, <laughs> gone, right? Turn it off. You like you don't have to engage. You don't have to be a punk about everything and argue about everything. It's uh, it's hard though, isn't it? It's hard when people are like coming at you, sort of personal style. You're like, the fuck that I do, you know? Anyway, it's wild, man. It's a wild world we live in. That's for damn sure. Don't uh, don't don't let me catch you putting shit up on Facebook or YouTube, Kelly. I'll come leave a nasty comment. <laughs> I'm used to people. You know, they have people that are on. You know, that companies too that go on there and you know they're trying to get their propaganda across. You know, that's something that's like, oh yeah, go do this and go do that. Oh yeah, it was great. You know, they're all on there. You know, fake profiles and stuff, and that could be algorithms too, or a computer system just making fake profiles given the same you know the same uh, mis misinformation or even the same you know like 
you know, they're a, a propaganda they want to spread, you know. So it just you got to be aware of that stuff, you know. Can't always, especially with all the technology you got now, they they can change shit now in real time, you know. People talking on the, even on TV. That's what's crazy about it with that new program, so. Yeah, man. I always, like, like I said, uh, for me, uh, for a defensive mechanism, I just go with minerals and crystals because that, that, you know, if, if it can also, uh, you know, amp your, you know, like heighten, you know, whatever frequency you're putting out, it actually can, you know, help block it as well, too. So uh, I look into that. Gotcha. All right. G- good advice. I've got some crystals that Matt brought me as well. So uh, there you go. I'm with you. I'm with you, my friend. Uh, great stuff. Great stuff. I appreciate it, Kelly. Always a pleasure. Anything else you got for us tonight? No, man, that was it. You guys, uh, oh, one more thing, too. You were just real quick. I had a quick note down when you were talking about that COVID ticker. What was funny is there was a, a thing on Google I seen. And if you just Google like something like it was like uh, like a, a number system, like say, like a, you can go from one to like even fifty thousand, and you put like uh, more cases, and anywhere in the world, man, it didn't matter what number. And I sat there for like twenty minutes putting in all kinds of numbers, and it would show up like it was something that was like popped up a, a new. That same number would be a new case somewhere around the world. It didn't matter what number it was. Yeah, you just put the number in, and then it's a like it's all built on the algorithm. No matter what you're going to do, you're going to find it, and uh, it's going to it's it's, a, it's freaking you out. It's supposed to freak you out. It's supposed to make us scared. Let's go be scared, Kelly. How about it? We'll be scared. I know, right? That's a negative. Fear's a liar. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, bro. Yep. Appreciate it, my man. Have a fantastic night. Uh, tell Michelle we said hi. Thanks for listening, guys. You're the best. Uh, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubledminds.org. We're talking about this. Uh, what about how do we confront our digital demons? How do you define them? How do you confront them? What is this all about? Is it about the algorithms? Is it about them trying to make us afraid? What is all this about? And again, uh, like I said, this pisses me off a lot. This is near and dear to my heart because I see it. Uh, like I, I watch news cycles like a hawk, and I'm just like, fuck, like why? Again, uh, again, 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 right? The, oh, the asteroid's going to hit us again. You guys watch me on the news show. It's like, yeah, oh, here we go, the asteroid. Asteroid's going to hit us again. Oh, shit. The, the murder hornets. Oh, shit. The, this, the, that, the other. Get the fuck out of here already. Like, stop. Like, why, why don't you print something nice once in a while? Please put something on the internet nice once in a while. Please. Here I am doing it. Doing my best every single day, right? Uh, not, not punching down, punching up, right? Still get shitty comments. <laughs> it's like, okay. Go get them. Let's go to Rohan. In the UK. The mighty Rohan. Welcome to Trouble Minds. How are you, my friend? Test one, two. The famous Liam Martin. If you're there. I think you were in the caller queue. I think you were. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Hey, Hey, I'm talking here. What's up? How are you, Rohan? (laughs) All right, yeah. Yeah. Not not, not too bad. It's quite the second half of the show. So, yeah, I've been uh, catching up. Yeah. I'm enjoying this one, Mike. All right. I think if it on something uh, kind of like sort of, it's an intense topic, but it's one of them like really serious ones, and and I think it's a, it's a it's a poignant one. Thank you, thank you. And so, so what are your thoughts? What can you add to the conversation? I'm sure you've got something that'll blow our brain up per usual, the mighty Rohan. Oh well, I'll do my best. I'll no, my best. no pressure. No Sorry. pressure. No pressure. How about we? How about we reframe that? What are your thoughts, my friend? Go right ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That would do. 
Uh, yeah, well, a couple of things actually. It's just uh, I, I, can't, I tend to go in reverse because you know the way you type it and that, the way time works. But, but anyway, yeah, fluoride. You mentioned fluoride in that, and I was uh, I was glad that Kelly mentioned that because yeah, dentists do say that, and I had my I had my dentist about it one time because they said why why you they specifically asked me why are you using non fluoride toothpaste, and I said because fluoride is a developmental neurotoxin nicely wedged in between mercury cyanide and arsenic right and the dentist said yeah it is but it helps uh, bond enamel to your teeth and i thought man come on but yes yeah, so i forget that i mentioned but yes yeah, but it's true though i mean it's one of them it, what kelly was saying about that about the war and that's right yeah there's it's like a you know like a poison and, the, and I remember from the Alex Jones days, I used to cross-reference doing your due diligence just to check his documents out and see if you can find other source, find the sources and stuff. And lo and behold, yeah, I remember, I remember it sticks in my head with the fluoride stuff. EPA, 1983, I think it was. They made this thing where it was like, oh yeah, it's okay for chemical companies to not have to pay to remove waste and to instead sell it to the government. And they use it for stuff, like putting it in the water to get rid of it sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? And I wonder if that's sort of where it all came from and then became a bit of an industry, you know, of getting rid of waste and using it somehow. Because we do, we get toxic products, don't we? And then years later, they get recalled. And then we're made to feel guilty because the environment's toxic from all these toxic products that were known, knowingly made toxic and we weren't told. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like a vicious circle of the sort of baddies doing these horrible things but continuously tricking us into blaming ourselves do you know what i'm saying like a guilt trip thing you know and for me i think it's quite deep and intense because it shows the separate mindset of a regular person versus some of the most dark stuff that happens in the world because we're just not in that same mindset are we and i think that's how we miss it and that's a scary thought in itself it's like we don't naturally think evil enough so we have to learn how to think more evil in order to even spot some of these things. How about that? Yeah, I think so. I think that's part of, that's part of that uh, the vicious cycle, right? It's like, I, I like how you framed it like they want us to blame ourselves. I think that's exactly what's happening here, right? You're, you're depressed. It's it's not because right any of this like uh, uh, just just like just mass media bullshit and like social media and the bullying they allow they allow the bullying they allow it right these cowards on the internet with their shitty comments that fly by nights just yeah. come by and leave you a comment and oh, I'm glad you, I'm, and then I'm so glad you hit me on that because they'll allow that but then if somebody's overweight because of terrible processed food and rubbish enough foods and no nutrient value yeah and poor education no that person's overweight and you should accept that that the 200 300 pounds and that's fine and that's body shaming pointing it out because that distracts away from the food industry and the terrible stuff that they do and the massive increases in heart disease and stuff like you know what i'm saying yeah. and then and then you know lobbyists will pay off the dairy and meat industry or sorry the dairy and meat industry will pay lobbyists and then bills will get passed to get uh, recommendations of food intakes to be increased for like meat and dairy and then it, I seen it, heard it on a Ryan Gable one, and then the, like the you know for an infant and a toddler, the amount of meat, the red meat they said they could eat, went up to something ridiculous like a kilogram a week. And you're like, no, you won't give a baby a kilogram of red meat a week. She can't even process it, surely. <laughs> no, <You> know, <laughs> no, they, like they they probably only they weigh give them half much. an apple. The yeah. bed is swelling <laughs> up, isn't it? Yeah, right. Exactly. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, the whole the whole thing's kind of sick. Like again, and back to what you were saying too. And they want us to blame ourselves. And and in some cases, right? Like like depression's a thing. Like I said, like like you know, you're overeating. Like it's it's like that uh, that endorphin kick, and you get it from many ways. You know, people get it from porn. People get it from uh, from overeating. People get it from like too much uh, too much cheesecake, whatever. Right? Like ice cream. It happens. Right? Like and this is the type of stuff. And again, blame yourself. It's not. It's not. It's not. Again, the the ticker, the ding, 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 the deaths, the deaths. It's you know. It's not. Uh, oh, the war, war, World War Three, World War Three on the news. The news show today. Today, and they're like, oh, Putin has retreated to his nuclear bunker with his three top officers yeah. in, the, in the nuclear football, and we're all yes. going to die. <laughs> like. Exactly. And what is that? It's playing to emotions. So what is that when you boil that down? It's playing to your animal nature, right? And then and then twisting it up. To, to blame your natural animal nature for the behavior and the things that you're doing when the reality is they we've got two natures we're like hybrid light beings and animal beings right yeah and they're targeting the animal side and saying that's bad that's bad nature and tying that in with nature's bad nature's toxic you can't have natural stuff in your vitamins you must get the stuff from the lab because nature's bad and oh you can't have nature seeds you must have the gmo ones because they're better but 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 you know what i'm saying they're trying to take over nature making they've declared war on nature and they've declared war on the nature of human beings and even said it in public because they said oh no human beings aren't good enough the body's not good enough we're going to merge man with machine and you're all going to like it and you're going to be poor on the way you know <laughs> you know you'll own nothing and you'll be happy my friend it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. That's yes. what I'm saying, and it's like, and they lay it out and they say it, and then on top of it, and they'll go, you know, oh, you know, shove something candy coated that's the latest thing, you know, uh, support Obama, you know, Trump, orange man bad, you know, there's a witch among you, somebody's got this illness, somebody's, you know, somebody thinks this way, you know, how long is it before we get the Tom Cruise, the pre-crimes, do you know what I'm saying, all of this data, and I think this is... This is where why Carl say is a bit dark and intense, but it's something to be considered because the main point I want to bring in is that when new technologies come about, they're often so many times underestimated because they're new. So you have to have the experience of using them to then realize new applications for them that you didn't think about before. So the reality is when new technologies come in, you can't really predict the implications the full implications and the full applications and because of that for that one reason we need to have our hands on the steering wheel right so no, you can't leave it to the least among us 
to, to have their hands on this kind of stern work because we don't know how it's going to lead. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we've reached a point as a species where we're, we're almost on that Kardashev scale. We're almost at the point where we're about, we can get to, it's reachable for us to get to a type zero. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can get on the ladder. Type one, type one, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. Yeah. And, and, so uh, it's well, like... Well, and we'll see. Like, we're, we're put to the test now. Like, like is this... Yeah. Is, is this our moment? Is this the moment for humanity where some, some asshole just takes it all into his hands and just like offs two of the nuclear football carriers and, and you know, puts in their code or whatever and fires them? The, who fucking knows? And that's what I mean. Like, I, I think part of the problem is when you consolidate power, this is exactly what, what that becomes, right? Like it, when it's consolidated yeah. in terms of one asshole can push a button and just wreck everything for everybody. That's too much power for one individual. That's way too much power. It, they should it should never be allowed. And again, I know it. Mike's a Russian Russian stooge, a North Korean sympathizer. That's not what I said. <laughs> That's not what he fucking said. You get it right. Too much power in one hand in one person's hands is it, no, because uh, people are are flawed. They have they, you know people have. We go through all all of these human emotions that are high and low and everywhere in between. And uh, somebody somebody having that ability to just uh, smash one button and ruin it, man. Nah, that's that's not what this yeah, should have been about. Go ahead. Yeah. And, and systems as well. Systems big. Big is bad. That's why I watched this. Uh, just some random guy like us one time did this YouTube video called "Big Is Bad," and it's talking about big business. Okay, and it's saying look, and, and you think of that as having that big cities and all this bigness, right? If the, when the system starts to fail, it fails big, doesn't it? You know, if you've got a big city, it fails big. If you have smaller cities and spread out more, you can, you know, it's, it's not put, you know, you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, if you if you've got a smaller city of a million people or no more, then you know, if you screw that up, you've got cities around us. It's more numbers to deal with. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a lot easier. And I think that. But so, what's the advantage of centralising? Because it makes no sense in terms of sustainability and making sure everything's okay. But what does it do? It's centralised. You know, you know where people are. You know where where they're going to be going. It's it's more of a control thing. There's no sensible reason if you're thinking from what benefits people in general and humanity in general no cramping people together is not beneficial at all it's not beneficial because it's not fun psychologically it's not beneficial because probably in some way like metaphysically and talking about electronics and brain waves and consciousness we'll probably interfere with each other's auric fields either showing auras the other day do you know what i'm saying We've got we've got a digital soup all around us. We've got uh, Finkelstein or whatever his name was uh, did the invisible rainbow book. Do you know what I'm saying? We're we're sitting in frequencies that wouldn't normally be here. We're all cramped together, constantly being told that a lot of this woo-woo stuff that's fantastical that we know is something to it. We're constantly being told that's rubbish. There's no magic to the world. You're all murderous apes, and it's your own <laughs> fault that the world's toxic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and stop having kids because they're gonna just fuck everything up. Also, uh, so they're Unless you're in China because we're, <laughs> we're running out. So here's some, you know, burn all the condoms. You know, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Whole punch. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and here we go. I, I think that's uh, 
It's all about control. I think I think that's the worst part about this. Uh, Robert adds over on Rockfin, what's up? He says, uh, we'd love to be scared. Think about all the horror movies we go to where the scary rides we prefer at amusement parks. CNN and the like know this and deliberately promote fear to draw their audiences. And that's... Uh, and yeah, that's a, a lot of people won't face reality because it's too scary. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you'll pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. Well, because it's the illusion of fear without actually having any danger, even though people like fall and die from like amusement park rides all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not, not to laugh about that in those terms, but oh, well, there's danger there too. You're back way. to control again, there's, Mike, there's, isn't it? Because in, the, in that you want to choose to be fearful, don't you? You want to be in control of whether or not you're really in danger. And I suppose that's why it's not really real. And that was highlighted in, in the Batman thing, because he needed to in one of them, one of the films, he had to be, he had to get fearful again because that was his weapon wasn't it and he got a bit complacent so he had to get in a place where he was genuinely afraid again do you know what I'm saying yeah 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 and again that's why I think all of these conversations are important because there are people out there that feel it you know they, they got an inkling of why uh, how what's going on like why, why am I like this why am I why am I breaking inside you know why why uh, again, yeah. like Daryl was saying, like I didn't used to be like this. Why am I like this now? Uh, I think I think it has a lot to do with uh, the fact that everybody's like fear, doom, fear, doom, 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 fear, fear, doom, yeah. and that's it. And uh, there's nothing else. There's no hope. There's no hope anymore. And uh, well, ho- hopefully we can sprinkle a little bit of that on on the world. And that's what that's what this has always been about. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Look, everybody lives. Right. Or, let's put it this way: everybody's born. That's here, and everybody dies. That's here. That's it right that's it like like it, the the answers are when right that's it so don't don't be afraid there's no reason to be afraid of these things it's a, 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 how many billions of people have done it before us and how many billions cross your fingers will do it after us right there's no reason just just do your best punch punch up don't punch down and uh i don't know I don't know, man. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you can tell. Sometimes I just get frustrated. I'm just frustrated in my my. Uh, I don't lose my mind in in those terms, but I'm just less focused on what I'm like trying to do. You know, here on the show, or it's very obvious when I'm when I'm just just kind of just just sick of the just the the, the media circus, just the, the social media circus. Again, the hypocrisy of we can bully those people, but we can't bully those people. You know that that type of just constant hypocrisy. It's just like. Okay, can we or can't we? Right? I mean, because yeah. shut the fuck up. Like, I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of you, like, making the rules today and then changing them tomorrow and then changing them back the next day to what they were the previous day. I, fuck. Yep. I can't it's like up. that meme. You've seen that circular meme where it says, like, you know, here's your space. Then I want to be included in your space, but you're not inclusive enough. So you get pushed out of your space and you come back around, have your own space, but then someone else wants to come and be included in your space and then it's all back around again. You know, and it's, and, and, we, and we know really, it was, most of us know, I, would, no, I don't want to speak for everybody, but we know it's a game. We know it's about getting us to win fight. It's divide and conquer. You know, and it works, doesn't it? For some reason, it keeps bloody working. But, I don't know, I think we've got an opportunity this time. I think these folk are desperate. And I think that the, this thing with... I liked Derek's call talking about the Archons and this virtual reality stuff. Because social media, like I say, it's just, it's actually anti-social media. And it pits people against each other. Like I say, it's so unbelievably transparently biased. It's stealing from you. It's violating you. It's reaching into your homes 
the big tech stuff. Oh, Windows. Oh, don't even. That's my pensions and taxes. That is my Windows. God, I just want them to stop reaching into my computer and doing stuff. It just feels so bad. It's in my living room. My computer's in my living room. Do you know what I'm saying? It don't feel right. Do you know what I mean? It don't sit right on a kind of deep level. And, you know, you ignore these things. And But they're with you, aren't they? They're like a... They're like an interference pan in the background. It's like a static on your radio. And it's there all the time, isn't it? You get these bleeps and stuff and these annoying little things. And then, we're, like I say, we're sitting in a Wi-Fi soup and you go, I wonder what it's kind of doing. And then and things like, why change the musical scale? Why up-tune it slightly, make it slightly out and off from your natural rhythm? Why do that? You, can't, you know what I'm saying? I think I you're right. I'm not sure it's all related, but uh, certainly it seems to be working like it's all related. <laughs> it's uh, again. Oh, yeah, it almost seems like it's just screw them. <laughs> Whatever it takes, you know. Yeah, the, it's the old, uh, wait, wait, uh, guys, this is broken. This is broken. The system's broken. And they're like, working as intended. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Uh, well, that explains it. <laughs> it's not oh, broken it's snuffer, at all, <laughs> isn't it? Snaffer, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Great shit, uh, Rohan. You got a podcast, my man. It's called Exiled Minds. Uh, when are you getting back on the horse? Is it coming up? Uh, a little, a little oh, soon, told yeah. me that a Michael Strange appearance would happen uh, very soon on your podcast. Is that still a thing? Yeah, that's still a thing. Yeah, because I've I've got this uh, dusty old MIDI controller that's sat there. It's got all this fancy lights and buttons on it. I don't use it, and I figured out a way to program it for some video stuff, do live things and that. In fact, I was gonna put my camera on now, but I'm, I'm not sure how to do it. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So I think I think I'm ready, Mike. I think I'm ready to go pro. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. So see, we'll have to we'll sort something out. We'll sort something out, and uh, yeah, I want to do do a show with you. I think it's going to be really, really good fun as well. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Rohan here, a good friend of mine, the, the famous Liam Martin. He's got a podcast called Exiled Minds. Actually, by the way, too, if you guys, uh, so those of you that know who you are that call into the show on a regular basis, I know that I have one link for you down there. If you have multiple links, like you have an Instagram, a YouTube, this, that, the other thing, uh, just set up a link tree for me. Do all of them on one spot, and I'll put I'll put it there instead. Because, for instance, Rohan, I've got his YouTube channel linked. For James, I've got his podcast linked. But if you got a link tree, I could put that, and it has all your links there, your social media and everything. So that way it's kind of a one-stop shop. Because it's probably like the YouTube people that want to hear a podcast want to hear it on YouTube. But podcast people want to easily be able to find your podcast also. So if we could do something like that, if you guys can get that set up for me, I'll just uh, slap that in there. And uh, easiest way to like ha- have people find all your things and not just one of your things. Just, uh, just an FYI. So, uh, so there we go. There we go. Uh, the mighty Rohan. I appreciate it. Great takes as always. And, uh, thanks for being you. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of this. And, uh, thanks for saving my ass. Also all the rest of the callers tonight. Thanks for saving my ass. I was a little out of sorts. You know, I just can't sometimes, right? Sometimes you're just not exactly locked in. Like you kind of know what you want to say, but it's just, it, it comes out the hard, long, slow way. And you, um, are agitated. I, I get agitated too. I'm not a robot. And uh, it's just uh, it's just the way it is. So I, so I can't thank you guys enough for calling in and saving my ass night after night. I appreciate that so much. Uh, Rohan, you're the best. Uh, what else you got for us as we get the hell out of here? Yeah, that was that was great. Thanks for uh, um, the little addition. Uh, put the link tree in. That was uh, that was nice of you to say. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, but yeah, just to, just to roll things off for the end. And yeah, it was, it was a great show. I was enjoying that. And I thought uh, one thing I had. Uh, a little think about while I was doing this is the virtual reality and the metaverse and NFTs and stuff is kind of like that you got to be careful with, aren't you? 
because I think they try to pull us off focus into like a virtual reality, create more material possessions for us, create more attachments. Do you know what I mean? And it makes more need, and and, and that can you know it can lead to badness, can't it? You know. So I don't know. Just got to keep your eyes peeled. I suppose. Stay in a moment. But anyway, thanks for thanks for letting me call him. I really appreciate it. And thanks for the promos. Pleasure's mine, my friend. Pleasure's mine. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Kelly. Real quick, got anything before we get out of here? If he's still there, he might be listening. Might be, might not be. I uh, did a sneak attack on him, so uh, when I when I do that, they're like, "Oh shit, shit." <laughs> That's okay. If not, there's Kelly. Hey. What's up, brother? Um. Cutting out. Cutting out. I guess that's I, we're going to call that a no. Uh, Kelly's cutting out. Uh, appreciate the phone call, Kelly. Thanks, Rohan. Uh, Daryl, got anything for us as we smash the button and get the hell out of here? Daryl in New York. Hello, hello. Test one, two. Going to smash this button and give us some music. Are you there? Like I said, sneak attack on these guys so they have no idea I'm coming. All right, there we go. I'm going to smash the music and get some uh, get the get us the hell out of here so I can. Uh, I don't know, put my feet up and just be, just, just forget about the world for a little while. Uh, the thing is this, right? Um, I'm human <laughs> and I get agitated and that's just the way it goes, right? And that's part of it. That's, that's part of this. That's part of sometimes I'm fired up. I'm, I get really extremely pissed off when it comes to this sort of control stuff, when it comes to the, the hypocrisy of social media where some are allowed to bully and some aren't regarding their political views and this and that and the other thing. And there are some people who don't try and bully anybody ever, but then they get accused of being bullies. It's like, fuck off. At some point, hey, don't make me turn this whole mf off and just go live in a cave somewhere. Because uh, I'm telling you what, I'm telling you what, it sounds better and better every day. At some at some point, right, like, I don't know. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mike. All right, if you want to help the show, you know what to do. Uh, TroubledMinds.org is the official website. And join the Discord, spread the word. If you want, uh, if you want, to, if you want to help with monetary means, uh, Patreon, Rockfin, you can sub up on Twitch. All those links are on the website, TroubledMinds.org. And uh, if you don't, and that's fine. Uh, I appreciate you. Know that I appreciate you. I'm not. I'm not barking at you guys. I'm just uh, barking at the state of the world. And it's um, sometimes it gets to me. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not a robot, and I do get agitated. And here we are at, at some point tonight, a little bit agitated. So, as we finish, thank you so much. I can't thank you guys enough for being hanging on every word, being part of this. I'm rambling. I repeat myself, but uh, here we are anyway, doing it anyway. And uh, we're going to keep talking about these things. I think it's important for people to understand and know that they're not the only ones thinking these things that we talk about. That's the important part of all this. So there we go. If you want to help the show and don't want to spend any money, spread the word. Easiest way, good old-fashioned word of mouth beats the algorithms every day of the week. And also, 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 listen to the podcast feed, Spotify or iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts. It uh, sends a, a few cents my way every time you listen to an old episode or this episode that you missed part of on the podcast feed so do that it's the easiest way to help the show spread the word and do that don't have to spend a penny you get to kick back and listen to great conversations with great people myself excluded because i'm just a knucklehead on the internet with a microphone thanks for listening guys thanks for being part of this as we finish i don't know uh this one's for jay in new york the bad news is we're done the good news is god willing we've got tomorrow so Mm, what else would I miss 
Oh, yeah. Follow all the fine folks. Links in the description. All the folks that call into the show on a regular basis appreciate you very much. And be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.